Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. How are you guys all doing today? Doing well. Yep. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty sleepy. <laughs> um, as you can see, we did not have a recap, so we're going to do our best recap right now. All right. Recapping before banter? Is that how this Recapping before works? the banter, yeah. Okay. okay. So, after successfully searching through the king's tomb in Wait. southern Caldonia. Wait. Just let him do it. Just There's let him do it. He can make up his own history. Just let him go for it. Let's see what happens. That's, that's not the recap that I'm looking at. Let's, just, let's <laughs> right, see where it goes Stick to the it. script, man. Okay, do your thing. I'm, I'm reading around the lines, all right. All right. So we, after su successfully searching the king's tomb and finding a disappointing hall, the party left the caves only to be at somewhat of a loss as to what to do next. Discussions went back and forth. It was decided to try and find this temple on top of the mountains that the giants had maybe alluded to. A temple to Nerul, I think, was what we were told. So Grimes started searching around the cliffs, looking for a way up there. Turned out there's no easy way up. So it was down to us to just straight up climb. So the next day, Grimes sets off, climbs up there, sets a little rope down. We all climb up the side of the cliff to find the temple of Nerul built into the side of the into the side of the mountain. It was huge clearly made by giants, had what maybe at one time would have been uh, beautiful inscriptions and engravings on there, but lost to the elements over many years. Um, from the top of this vantage point, we looked across the mountain range to see a sleeping dragon, which we presumed to be Snowflake. Um, deciding to ignore that, we carried on forward, fought some snow elementals. And um, yeah, when we get to the temple, doesn't seem to be anyone there. It wasn't really a, so much a temple as a shrine. There's just like a big statue there. Um, but in the snow, hidden seems to be a few giants asleep, debating on the best action, where we wake up one of the giants and find out that his name's Clifford. After some discussions with Clifford, uh, he seems as amenable as the other giants that we'd met uh, recently. He decided to give us a lift to see his king, Gordoth the Wise. So we all climb atop Clifford's um, strong shoulders and go on a journey across the uh, the cliffs while we leave Nimrod in charge of the dogs and the sled back at the base of the mountain. A journey took, what, Neil, maybe about a day? Day and a half. Traveling, a day and a half traveling across the mountains uh, until we eventually came to Gordoth the Wise's home which I'm now failing to remember exactly how it was described. But, you know, I'm sure it was... Does someone else want to pop in? I think he's doing a wonderful job. Yeah, Nick is doing, <laughs> Nick is doing great. <laughs> All right, so we get there, and then we, we went into this uh, this palace of, of Gordoth the Wise. Palace might be a bit too grand of a word, but there was all sort of carvings on the walls just depicting the history of the giants and the struggles that they'd gone through. Uh, eventually, we would go through this, this cavernous tunnel to come to a throne with Gordoth sitting there with a huge weapon of some description. It was it was large and scary though. Um, and then we just basically talked to Gordoth for what half a day. We we discussed the history of the giants, the history of Caldonia, um, the Scrags, the Druids, the Elves. It's all many matters of um, importance. We we talked about the forest, the the evil forest of acid blood trees. Turns out it's some sort of portal. Um, the details on that you probably have to go back and watch the episode but I think the, the main takeaways were that the Scrags actually might have more of the treasure than the dragons 
and the, the giants aren't really keen on helping us fight the dragons. They've kind of got a bit of an uneasy peace going on, and they'd rather just leave it well enough alone. So, after having discovered a lot more about the history of Caldonia, um, Clifford, good guy, gave us a lift back to the to the shrine of Nerul, went down. Nimrod hadn't eaten any of the dogs. No one had starved. And we headed north across the river. Um, we spotted some gnolls along the way in that little forest where they seem to live, but I think we've all had enough of gnolls at this point, so we just sort of carried on past the gnolls to come back to Swampside. To an interesting site, the the little village that we've constructed there is overrun with new arrivals, slaves, you know, academics, people with books and scrolls. And as we walk into camp, I get handed a letter. What is in the letter? Who ordered the slaves? Find out now on Frozen Frontier. Oh, good job, Nick. Well done. All right. Thanks. I think that was worth like a thousand XP, right? I think so. Yeah. Just for Nick, though. Great. Just yeah, yeah. good. We need Perfect. our fire pumped. Gotta pump <laughs> yeah. it. It's like 8,000 ahead of me anyways. What is another 1,000? <laughs> We're a long way from level 8, so it's... Really it's your fault for not taking that 16. <laughs> so, should I read the letter, Neil, since yeah. we're not? Yeah. Why don't we All do right. some letter reading? Okay. So, William strides into the fort, flaming sword at his side, dragon scale armor on his chest, gets handed a letter, and it says, <clears throat> To Captain Marshall... An academic from Bontheris has learned that the castle in the capital of Caldonia was home to a great underground library. The same academic has gained permission from the Queen to uncover the lost library and the works therein. The works recovered will be the property of the inclusive academic and will be delivered to him after the Crown has sorted through the material to make what copies we desire. Arriving with this letter should be a group of scholars and slaves. The scholars are employed by the academic while the slaves have been provided by the Crown to excavate the capital. Captain Hughes has received a similar letter detailing her assignments to oversee the excavation and manage the slave population. It is the opinion of the Crown that the soldiers under her command have provided very little value to your expedition and can now be freely assigned to other duties of greater value. Once the war is over, which should be in a few months' time, the discovered iron mine will be put to good use. At present, the supplies and manpower required to operate the mine are tied up elsewhere. Even if we were to push the mine into production right away, we would not be reaping the rewards until after the war is over. Seeing as the war's end is near, you should start making plans for a return home. Once you've returned home, the newly minted Caldonian Trading Company will oversee <laughs> the scavenging and recovery of wealth from the Southlands, meaning there is little reason for you to continue risking your life. Instead of facing down death by raiding tombs yourself, your time would be better served looking for leads that my company can then do the dangerous work of salvaging. Speaking of your return, have your men thought of last names, crests, and mottos for their families? I would like to have scrolls of pedigree made up for them before they return to the mainland. If they cannot be bothered with such details, I will fill in the details for them. The enclosed necklace was made with love by your wife with the hopes that you should wear it to remember her by. Gods be with you. Your father-in-law, Richard. There you go. Yep. So, you guys walk in. You get handed this letter. There's all these slaves standing around. All these academics standing around. You get a, a quick head, can't there, head count. There's... 30 slaves and six scholars. All the scholars are human. The slaves are mostly human, uh, with three dwarves and two halflings tossed in there as well. Uh, the other thing of note is that there is a big-ass ballista sitting in the very front entrance of the, the fort, just inside the gates, and there are ballistas on three of the four corners as well. We we told Hughes about the, the ballista idea, right? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was our engineer. We hired an engineer, right? I think. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I, I think we were talking to Hughes we about it. And hired she, an engineer she... because Hughes is already an engineer. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, I say to the party, looking at the ballista, maybe it's worth uh, telling Hughes that we shouldn't shoot the giants on sight if we see them. Sure. Weren't we also warned that the juvenile giants may uh... be a bit more hostile? Yeah. Mm. Just tell them to keep their distance and then shoot if they don't if they don't listen. Yeah, I guess so, that makes sense. So are all these new people inside the temple? Or yes. There, is this... <laughs> the, they are huddled inside the temple. The slaves are not that warmly dressed. Uh, they definitely don't have the same sort of adventuring gear you have. They have like, you know, maybe an extra heavy co- cloak and uh, some gloves and some, like, shoes, you know, nice shoes. But their clothes are not fantastic. They have 16 warmth points, for the record. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, like, what I have. That's actually pretty good. You, By my count, like... you have 23, Greg, from your lost character sheet. All but right. that could be an old <laughs> number. It might be up or down from there. I don't really know. <laughs> All right, 23. <laughs> Better than a slave. Uh, <laughs> so what is their reaction what is their reaction to seeing us um well they, they look over they're a little birth. surprised and then ferris peels around the corner <laughs> and they start scrambling backwards to get out of the way they go behind that big statue in the middle um with the, the panels that go around it and that's when hughes kind of comes over <laughs> up to william and says uh, <clears throat> captain william hey, can we speak I look around. Uh, yes, it seems much has changed. Yeah. The two of you fuck off to go have a conversation. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I grind them. Grimes grumbles to himself. Who's this riffraff? And like looks around at the slaves and the scholars. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the scholars <laughs> seems to be the lead guy. He's he's like huddled the five other scholars with him and is chatting. Uh, the lead scholar is tallish and thinnish with spectacles, um, very straight, stiff back, and uh, has a, a book in his hand with an ink pen, and he's making some notes. Um, I, I guess as you walk around, you'll notice there's a second heavy ballista behind the temple as well, and there is a fourth light ballista outside that is like near the river. Um, and has a harpoon attached to it instead of a regular bolt. Um, <laughs> These little townspeople, they did the harpoon before the captain did. It will be heartbroken. So, um, non Williams, do you have anything you'd like to do? I, I think Grimes is peering over the academic shoulder, the one who was like taking the notes. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what you writing down there? The academics stop and look back at you. <clears throat> I'm doing a head count to make sure everyone's here. You must be the one they call uh, Marion, right? It's Grimes. Oh, I see. Where are you getting your... I'm like, I'm looking at his notes as if he's... Uh, it's just gibberish to you. Yeah. Yeah. And who are you? I am Rupert. Rupert. 
I am. I, I extend a hand and look around, trying to, like, size them up. I don't know. He doesn't have a heraldry or anything. He never went to school. I don't know if I can tell by their, like, draperies or crests who's in charge here. Uh, he pulls off a fur-lined glove, very excited, and eagerly shakes your hand. I don't remove my glove to shake his hand, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, I'll figure it, things out once he gets used to the cold. Uh, can I, like, guess who's in charge of these? Rupert is definitely in charge. Okay, he has the most most tassels on his robe, or? Yeah, and the least hair up top and the most ah, tassels. You know, I see. And the thickest glasses. Is he the tall one? Yes. <clears throat> you you've been to the fr- the capital, right? How is the, ca- it? the castle? Yes, a spectacular ruin. Wonderful. Are you excited to dig? I look to the look over to the slaves. I'm excited to supervise. Well, that that'll do fine. That'll do fine. Capital, you. The castle, you say? Yes, the the, the castle hmm. Uh, hmm. of the capital of the country. Hmm. Are is that? Why are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing here? I'm here Do to recover know? the lost books, the the lost library of the capital. Hmm. There's so much knowledge down in there that that has been well, just waiting for us to find it. We've got hmm. some some good workers captured in war. And uh, we even brought along a couple of halflings and dwarves in case there are hard-to-reach places. Um, do, I, do I recall seeing a library in the capital at all? No. Uh, no. No. Okay. Hmm. Yes, I bet books would fetch a pretty penny back in the mainland. Alas, so far, horrified when you say that. Alas, so far, all we find is this uh, is a dirty book of limericks. <laughs> Ooh, may I see it, please? <clears throat> I look like a... Yaramir. This yeah. guy's a nerd, too. Ah, excellent. Nerds have to stick together, you know. Rupert Yaramir. Ah, yes. The Matavan. Hello. Like How are you? <laughs> I am well. I think Grimes gets distracted <laughs> and wanders off to bother someone else. Is he slow, Grandpa? Oh, oh, you speak quite well. Oh, wonderful. Hello, I am Rupert. Hello, I am Grimes. I, I thought he was Grimes. Are you all Grimes here? Oh, I see. <laughs> he uh, pulls out his book again and starts making little notes in the margin. Um, <laughs> I want him to introduce himself as Grimes. That's my goal. Uh, I want to sh- convince him that everyone here is Grimes. Sean, do you have anything? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Ferris is kind of just standing around awkwardly. He doesn't really have anyone to associate with. He probably, uh, he probably walks up to Yarmir at some point and says, have we been stuck on escort duty, Yarmir? I do not know what escort duty is, but, uh, perhaps it seems that way. Uh, wonderful. But yeah, I, I don't think he has anything in particular to do. Okay. Just kind of loiters around the courtyard and kind of enjoys watching like every human that walks out just kind of like circle wide around. <laughs> like I, I think he's getting used to the whole mask of terror thing. I think it, I think it's very fitting to be honest. It gives him the Actually, privacy have... he's always wanted. <laughs> I actually have renewed terror at the mask because I didn't realize how scary the mask was until I saw it drawn. Right. 
now it looks like, pretty good. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, William, you yeah. head back into the, the private quarters with uh, Captain Hughes. And yeah. uh, she motions to a small stool that's been carved near the fireplace that's roaring and uh, motions for you to sit down while she takes another stool mm-hmm. and says kind of with a, a heavy breath you were right William uh, about the ballista there's absolutely no reason that we shouldn't be ready to fire upon any giants that come here uh, they, they may wow. be able to overwhelm us but we should um, we should be ready so we've constructed six four light two heavy um and uh, it should be enough to take down at least one, if not more, giants if they come this way. Well, I have uh, I have news on the giant front. I I mm. see that you've done a very good job fortifying the encampments, and I think uh, given our new our new guests, it's probably worth to have all the fortifications we can. However, I have actually been uh, involved with the giants in my latest uh, trip south, and. Um, it seems to be that they're not the savages that maybe they they are back on the mainland. Uh, they seem quite civilized. They they speak our language of, of sorts. And no, wait, sorry, they don't speak our language. Grimes translates for us, but they are. Uh, he speaks giant. He speaks frost giant, frozen giant. I mean, I don't, I don't discern the differences, but yeah. I told you I picked a I picked a good team. How the hell does that illiterate low life speak giant? Um, yeah, the, I mean, no well, offense, but between you and me, I think there's something going on there. I'm, he's he's rather coy about the whole thing, but yes, he does he does speak in an ordered amount of languages. That he said that he had a. A dwarven girlfriend at one point, or a Matarvan girlfriend, and that's how he spoke Matarvan. But I doubt that he went out with any frost giants, so I'm not really sure. I think maybe. All right. Well, I don't know. He, he seems he doesn't want to talk about it. I think it's some of these things are probably best left, better left alone. Fine. But anyway, with the giants, um, they know where we are, and as far as the natives of this land go, they're probably the closest thing that we could call friends. So if you do see a giant, probably hold off shooting on it right away. If it, I'm told that the, the juveniles can be boisterous. So if, if they get a bit close, maybe fire a warning shot or two. And be prepared to fight, of course, if they attacked. But I, I, I think, hopefully, that particular danger could be avoided. She lets out a kind of a long, slow sigh and gives you a deadpan look and says, so after months of you badgering me to make a ballista... Yes. We finally spend the last six weeks making six of them, only for you to come back and tell us that we probably shouldn't use them. Well, that's true. Maybe not on the Giants, but there's there's other threats here. Mm, um, yeah, tell me about it. We lost a few men last week to those things that popped out of the water and shape-changed into long-armed knolls and ripped a few of them to shreds. Oh, yeah, we ran into one of those. I wasn't sure if that was just a one-off. No. I'm not sure what they are. Were seals? I mean, who knows? But, Something. Um, they, they reek of werewolves. There's a, there's a greater threat here, and I feel like we may have misjudged the situation with regards to the treasure. Here, look, and, um, do you recall the, 
in the temple, there's the... That's right, Neil. That's here, right? The plaque showing the scrags and the battles mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, those, those depictions in the temple of the, the war the humans fought against these creatures who mm -hmm. came from the trees. Well, we ran into one of them. They're still alive. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was a powerful magic user. Summoned all sorts of creatures and very nearly killed us all. It was a close run thing. And the giants inform me that they're still around and that perhaps um, these creatures, we, we've been calling them Scrags, that they are the, um, the holders of the majority of the kingdom's lost wealth rather than the, giant, uh, the dragons. I just received a letter with the understanding that you would be stopping your treasure hunting and overseeing well, construction. Well, I've been... I've only just read this letter, and uh, it seems my, my father-in-law has been busy back at home. Um, busy indeed. I, what is this about his own trading company that is going to be coming in and taking over for us? I don't know. I mean, I, I assume the success of the expedition has led him to uh, great wealth back at home, and perhaps that wealth has allowed him to you know, forge his own, his own firm. But look, I... Um, I've got concerns. I, I, I roll out my map mm -hmm. and I show this. Um, I don't have any real reason to believe this, but I, I show to where this uh, yellow circle is that, the, that I've written over here where I've got bad bats. The giants said that the, the scrags are often found in this area. Mm. I, I, it could be a coincidence, but do you see this passage here through the rocks into the, into the mountains? Mm-hmm. Well, if they if they do live deep within the mountains, that seems like that might be the way in. Um, I'm worried that if my father-in-law sends a, a troop of ordinary soldiers down there, that they'll be slaughtered. And she I have nods her head. I have other reasons to wish to investigate this personally. So I think that um, I assume that whoever this academic is that's funding this this excavation of the capital. Um, will you be escorting the troops to the capital, or w was that something you were hoping that I would do? Uh, she reaches down and grabs a wineskin from her side, takes a long swig, and you realize that her teeth are already a little purple-stained, even before she takes this, and says to you, I have been reduced from commander to jailer. Apparently, I'm supposed to haul these slaves and academics to the capital, set up a fort there, and uh, keep an eye on the prisoners while they excavate some long-lost, forgotten, buried library, probably already ruined or something. The capital's an interesting place. There's, um, I'm sure there's many secrets there left to discover, and if you, whilst you're there, you may as well explore yourself. But who will who will man Swampside? Someone. I have to decide. Well, I'm uh, planning to head back down south and explore this this passageway. Mm. So perhaps I will accompany you on your during your trip there. When are you planning to leave? Soon, a few days maybe. Give, I was planning on giving these people a chance to acclimate to the environment before sending them off to their deaths. 
But there is a, a more pressing issue I have for you. Oh, yeah? Um, here in Swampside, we have many trees, uh, and there's lots of fuel around. Uh, what's it like at the capital? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, not so. There are, there are trees along the, so- uh, the southern banks of the river, but not too many. Hmm. Um, however, there are a lot of old wooden buildings that could be used for firewood. Um, I may need you to find us a, a source of uh, wood if there's not enough in the capital already, or coal if you could find it, or some sort of fuel if we're going to be setting up a camp with what is this, 60 folk? It'll be we're going to have, have to have multiple camps a fort, probably some outposts then there'll be the area where people are excavating and we'll need fires burning around them constantly because they'll be freezing off and on we're yeah. going to be needing probably 10 times as much wood as we have now or coal would be better uh, and hauling oh. our own coal supplies up there is going to be probably impossible I've been having a, a platoon start breaking up the ice flows in the river with one of the ballistas she kind of motions to the river um, yanking the, the bits that are stuck free so that maybe we can get a boat traveling up there yeah I think that would be ideal also because uh, food well, yes. how will you be getting food Yeah, we'll have to be making trips hauling it by sled well, the first thing that I would say, and I, I refer back to the map, is I would make all journeys on the western banks of the river. Do you see this? Um, and I, I, I point out this the forest, the Deadwood Forest. The spooky woods, right? That's Spooky is, uh, is underselling it. Uh, I would not send anyone in there. It's hmm. The Caldonians built a wall around it for a reason. The, the trees come to life. They, they rain acid down on on anyone who enters into the forest, and I'm I'm told by the giants that it's the center of the forest is is some sort of um, magical gateway for the the scrags. Mm. So I think it's best left well alone. However, the western bank of the river comes with its own issues. This forest here, it's the one with the gnolls. It's inhabited by gnolls. We've seen them observing us as we travel south. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe not the initial um, parties heading down south was to be attacked, but any smaller parties carrying food or wood back or to front Swampside may be ambushed by gnolls. Mm. It's possibly worth us going there ahead of time and trying to broker some sort of a, a ceasefire with them. Or you know, my, my dealings with gnolls have not been so successful in that regard in the past. She taps this forest on the map and says, yeah. what about this one? I think it's safe. I haven't explored it thoroughly, but yeah, I think that's probably your best source of wood. It's the closest to the capital. When we head down there, there is some trees on the southern banks of the river that could serve to provide uh, fuel in the short term. When we get down there, I could have my party go and explore that forest and ensure that it's it's safe for Good. deforestation. I would appreciate that. She gives a, a long sigh and kicks her feet up on a, a small... I guess she's on a stool, so she can't kick her feet up, but takes a, a lean back against a wall and says, Well, anything else? Well, I don't know. I mean, my letter talks about going home and uh, heading back to the mainland. 
do you have such hopes for yourself, or do you think you're here for a, for longer? She shakes her head. I'll probably be here until the trading company replaces me, and maybe then ask to stay on a little longer. I don't know. I'm not super excited about it. You, you don't want to go home? Don't want to stay here. This is this is not what I signed up for, really. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you, you're not excited about staying here. Well, I'm not excited about being a jailer. I didn't join the army and become an officer to watch over slaves. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I don't How'd... know. If you if you have uh, faith in your lieutenants, you could always accompany me down to check out the scrags. I could do the extra sword. She shakes her head. No, someone needs to keep an eye. I, someone needs to be responsible. The uh, the kingdom respects your work, Hughes. And I, I give her a, I, I give her a, like a pat on the shoulder and say, <laughs> "Let's uh, enjoy your last few days at camp before we make south." <laughs> she grumbles and mutters something about your fo- uh, about Richard that you can't quite hear, and uh, takes another swig of her wine. I, I wonder silently to myself whether she's being made a baron when we get back to the mainland. Um, and I'll, I'll leave her. I'll leave her encampment, and I'll go and find the rest of the party. You find the rest of the party who has been uh, gathered by Rupert, the head scholar. Even Ferris, he he actually approaches you kind of excitedly when he sees your horrific mask. Uh-huh. Um, more like a curiosity. You can see the, the the pure terror on his face, but it's still like, oh my god. This is the half elf. What the hell is this thing? And like excited to go see what the hell's up. Yeah, um, I don't think Ferris speaks to him. I think he just kind of like gazes back into his eyes with this face of pure flames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like Rupert. Uh, I, I think Grimes is exciting, excitedly telling Rupert tales of our adventure. Oh, nice. Rupert is uh, absorbing them readily, and yeah, eventually. Yeah, the mask of horror was once stuck on the face of a fearsome bone dragon. I don't know, I'd tell him how mm-hmm. we slew it. Fantastic. The, Wonderful. The, the greedy elf tried to steal its power for himself and got the mask stuck. <laughs> oh, a horrific tale. Uh, did you get any samples from the bone? Did you call it's it right, a dragon? I. It's right there, and I point to Ferris's face. Be careful, but, he bites. See. Oh, Captain William! Captain William! Good, yeah, the good mask to... chomps a little bit as he says that. <laughs> uh, and, and you would be? I, say I am Rupert. I am uh, the head scholar of our little expedition. And, nice, uh, to, nice to meet you, Rupert. I shake his hand. He takes off his gloves and shakes your hand. Uh, can I say it's a real pleasure to meet you? Is it now? Yes. Well, I appreciate that, Rupert. Are uh, you from uh, Are you from Drakus? Yes, yes, I am. Yes. Uh, can I show you something? Of course. He pulls out a scrap of paper on which part of a map has been copied, and that part of the map looks a lot like Caldonia. Um, it looks like a <coughs> section of the mountain range in the southeast, and on it um, are some markings. Uh, and there's uh, a little bit of text written in Drakissian that says Scrag Tunnel um, oh. right oops uh, that did not bring us all over here right over there Scrag Tunnel yeah it's marked like 
right over here-ish. Okay. Yeah. Where did you find this map? Mm, this was recovered by my employer uh, and translated by myself uh, and then copied over by one of our scribes. Re- recovered from where? I don't actually know. In Drunkus or? I, I couldn't tell you. I was not privy to the uh, recovery, the archaeology mission on this. Uh, just brought in as a translator and scholar. Uh, it took many, many painstaking hours to translate the, the texts from uh, from Caldonian to Old Drakissian to Modern Drakissian. Uh, quite difficult, especially the, the word scrag. Uh, in fact, we didn't know what it was until we re- got the notes that had been sent back by Captain Hughes. Good woman, little stiff. She can be. Yeah, it's cold yes. here. It'll make anyone stiff. I, I, I do get that. Yes? Well, but, this is interesting. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, this is uh, hopefully a, a, a prime research area. Uh, I, I don't know if you're going in that direction, but if you do, could you uh, swing by and poke your head in and see what it is? Swing yeah. by and poke our head in a scrag hole? Yes, yes. That would be lo- wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Only if you come with us. I believe I have duties <laughs> elsewhere in the capital. I rub him on the head. I'm like, uh, you won't be coming to scrag hole. Like, but your head is so smooth that just slide right in that hole. Do you think it's just exactly. head-sized? I, I was imagining a, a proper tunnel fit for wagons mm. with rails and walkways. Mm. Do you think it's Caledonian, more of a, a hidey hole? I think it's more of a <clears throat> metaphorical hole. Well, uh, look, there's no need to, to tease the poor man, Grimes. Caldonian histories speak of the scrags traveling through trees and rocks, leaping from the earth itself. That seems quite improbable. Just probably old tales from lesser peoples. If you'd seen what we'd seen, you wouldn't be saying it was improbable. Aren't you a wizard or something? No, 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 no. I'm a scholar, thank you very much. What's the difference? I I look over to Yaramir. Um, You read the books, I write them. (laughs) I think that's a a vast oversimplification, good sir, but but yes, somewhat. Thank you for your insight. We'll uh, we'll certainly check it out. The uh, the scrags are high on our list, of places to investigate. Good. But our number one concern is making sure that you get to the capital safely and can begin your work. Is it dangerous? Caldonia. Uh, Very. You you lot seem to have done well. No. We're not quite scholars though, and. Um, the city itself seems safe enough, but the journey is not safe, and there are all sorts of evil denizens lurking in the outskirts that could uh, feast upon your bones given half a chance. Have you, ever se- have you ever seen a knoll, Rupert? Uh, there is a stuffed one in the <coughs> museum in Bontheris. I have spent quite a bit of time examining. Well, the knolls here are much bigger. I see. Thicker fur, sharper teeth. 
smell worse. I don't think a little smell is going to kill anyone, right? I mean... <laughs> the, no. the smell is from the rotting flesh. I see. If you're not careful, you'll be that smell. Right. Well, um... Jolly good. Uh, keep, keep up your, the good work, everyone. Uh, and he turns and heads out he very proudly. He turns away from me. I'm going to, like, grab him by the shoulder. Yes. And I'm weak as shit, so <laughs> even if I grab him really strongly, it's probably, like, you know, a weak butterfly landing on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, I intend to put a little steel in my fingers. Okay. Assuming there's steel to be had. So he notices, is what yeah. you're saying. Um, he notices yeah. and he turns, eager to... Oh, yes? What? Tell me, good sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, one question before you go. Of course. These people in chains. Yes. You own them? No, 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 no. They are owned by the crown. Um, I am simply. Uh, they're they're simply assisting me, but they are uh, <laughs> uh, property of the the princess or the queen or um, some some noble somewhere. Uh, the the details are not important. Well, they are in your charge. I suppose so. Or. In in uh, Captain Hughes's charge, technically. Hmm. Okay, be gone. Right, and uh, he hurries off to the rest of the uh, scholars who are huddled around a fire in a little brazier right in front of the the camp. William, is this what our expedition has been reduced to? Escort duty for a scholar and a number of slaves. Uh, look, Hughes will be escorting them. We'll just be accompanying them because we're going in the same direction. We have uh, much more important duties. Look, if you all have a few minutes, I'd like to talk about our next uh, our next objectives. And I'll like walk into a, I guess into the temple. Sure, we're already in the temple. You take us into the basement or something so we can. Oh yeah, we'll go courtesy. down. To the yes, we have party planning in the haunted basement. <laughs> all right, guys, roll for initiative. There's a ghost for every the time we plan. <laughs> I think we didn't. We get re- like we went. We covered this whole thing, right? And we got every single ghost in this place. I assume. I think so. Yeah. I you think busted them all. I mean, we have we have searched the entire place pretty thoroughly. And worst if, case scenario, we'll throw a crypt, Are you ever sure the restless dead are truly gone? That's true. I mean, I mean where we, Grime, Grimes is still pretty young. We can just throw him in front of us. <laughs> so I, uh, I get down and I'll, I'll, I'll fill them up. And I'll say, so things are changing back at home. Um, the people that funded this expedition, my, my father-in-law, is advancing his, uh, his designs on the continent. And he's formed a, a company to come here and carry on our work. So the end is in sight, and for those of you that do wish to return home, I, I think we're almost there. But there's a, a few more things that we, we have to do, and maybe a few optional extras. But um, you know the knolls that we see in the forests as we go south down the river? Yeah, well, I know it's been a while since we've killed some knolls, but I'm worried that if there's supplies going up and down the river to the capital, that <coughs> the knolls may... Uh, May look to take an opportunity and attack the the uh, attack our, our, our trading uh, caravans. So I'm thinking that we should pay them a visit and perhaps ensure they um, toe the line. What do you how, think? How wide is the river? I have forgotten in many months since it has been one day since uh, we last. Uh, it's big. It's really big. 
Yeah, it's big. Like, big enough that I don't think a ship sailing down the middle of it is going to get attacked very easily by a bunch Some, of It's something like half a mile. Yeah, it's something like half a mile. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I didn't think that so they planned suggest... to go by ship. I'm sorry, what? I, did, I, I wasn't sure if they were planning to go by ship because of all the ice. <laughs> this is my suggestion, is they have icebreaker, break ice, use ship. That way is much safer than attacking and killing Norse. <clears throat> Maybe you're right. I believe that was the plan. Yeah, you ever listened to my conversation, I guess, like maybe I, I heard it. Well, no, the harpoon set up by the river, why else would you clear it unless you're planning to send a ship through there? Yeah, maybe it's, it's one thing clearing the ice directly around the camp, but it's another clearing the ice all the way down to the capital. Your conversation is interrupted by a blood-curdling scream from a man somewhere nearby. It, so wait, where are we right now? You're in the temple. That is a fresh scalp. Probably yep. let's, uh, let's somewhere. Go. Yeah, yeah. Ferris pulls out Nighthawk and yeah. pulls out the Kopesh and he starts. I think being yeah, hardened adventures, we leap to it. You guys throwing weapons and rolling for initiative. All right, you guys bust out of the temple and you find one of the scholars backing away and tripping over in the snow, uh, staring at Krubarb, not Krubarb, Nimrod, um, Nimrod, staring at Nimrod and trying to to run from the kobold as fast as he can in the snow drifts. Run, run as fast as you can. Do not let the little gingerbread man catch you. Is 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 Nimrod threatening him? No, Nimrod's sitting on the sled, munching on some snacks, <laughs> looking at the guy. Um, but, the, you know, there's a spear nearby. Yeah, I think Ferris is a little bit disappointed and just kind of puts the weapons away. Yeah, I guess I'll shoot so, my sword. William, when you have a moment, can I talk to you in private? I head well, to the scholar. You know, you should, you should save that scream <laughs> for when there's a uh, real danger. Why, why is no one slaying the monster? Can, can you all see it? Is it just me? Am I cursed? That's... Is this the curse of Caldonia? It is indeed. You see monsters everywhere. Oh, God. In your sleep, mm. in your dreams, when you eat, every time. Oh, calm down. That's open or closed, you will see monsters here. That's, that's Nimrod. He's What's... like a pet. He's harmless. In fact, quite helpful at times. It's a... Filthy, dirty rat. A white Don't walking worry. rat. Give it a couple weeks, you'll be filthy and dirty too. It's far too cold to shower here. You're Some... too kind to these people. You should have let him think he was cursed. Oh, the real curse will set in soon enough. <laughs> Especially once he gets to looting that castle. <laughs> True. Is this Rupert or another one of the no, scholars? No, this is one of the other scholars. Um, yeah. I think a lot of you reconvene after the mm -hmm. the interruption. Uh, I'll, I'll as we walk back down into the temple. I'll walk aside with Faris. You want to talk? Is this how you want the expedition to end? Replaced by some company run by your father-in-law? Well, look, no. I uh, I was getting to that. Let's um, hear me out, and then I'll I'll listen to your any grievances you have afterwards. And well, I'll, hear out this idea first. Okay. Moving south is a terrible idea. We have a good fortified position here in, in Swampside. Why would we go south for any reason other than to excavate this castle? But Caldonia is a dangerous place. Hughes has common losses, and she has well-trained and proficient soldiers. So how well do you expect a group of 30 slaves and six scholars to, to fare down in the ice? I mean, right. a flash blizzard at any moment could, could appear, and they would never be seen or heard from again. 
and losing the entire group just like that do you think your father would want to fund any further any further non-military expeditions to this continent as far as i'm aware this uh the scholars here in the slaves are the work of an outside actor not my father's company but he's funding this no i think the the excavation of the capsule is funded by whoever this mystery investor is um, I'm with you that I, it seems dangerous to send so many men down there untrained, un, unaware of what real life is like here. But it, surely it's. Oh, not I think it's a fan. Sure I, I think you might misunderstand. I think it's a fantastic idea that they're not particularly <laughs> well trained. <laughs> the less trained they are, the sooner we can give up on this foolish notion and go back to Swampside. Well, you understand my meaning here, William? Are we are we speaking the same language? It's it. I, I, the excavation's not our concern, Faris. We will we'll escort them down there, but only because we'll be traveling in the same direction. And common courtesy suggests that we should do our best to try and help these um, new people from freezing to death in the ice. But the day-to-day -day task of managing their work is is users. It's not ours. You make a good point. The garrison will be maintained at Swampside, so. You you make you make a good point. Perhaps I should go speak to Captain Hughes. Maybe yes. But look, hear me out. I think we have other things to discuss. So I go back to the map and I presume Grimes and yeah, we we reconvene. Yeah, fine. we're standing around. Maybe you're right about the boat, but I those gnolls are always watching us when we walk past there. I don't suppose it would hurt to. I don't think they've seen us, William, because we we usually spot them with the with the spyglass. Hmm. If our past encounters have been any indication, I think the creatures here are much more aware of the goings-on in their land than we are. I'm just, um, I'm nervous about leaving a large encampment of gnolls directly between our two bases of operations. I think it, it's, it's wise to, to at least address the issue. It, well, it, there's always one waiting at the edge of the forest. If we, if we start up a dialogue. Perhaps things will go south. Yaramir will probably warn us that any attempt to converse with these creatures will just end in more bloodshed. But maybe that's the best course. But aside from the gnolls, we need to explore this forest down here. And I, I point to the forest I was talking to Hughes about and say, just, just to ensure it's safe for the collection of supplies. But following that, the giants talked of the, the Scrags being the real source of wealth more than the giant dragons. What do you all say to um, exploring the area that the, to the southwest that the giants uh, suggested that the Scrags maybe live? I think it's that's a terrible idea. We fought one Scrag and almost died. But if that was a colony of Scrags. How how well do you think we'd fare? Well then, that, well, firstly, that was one of their spellcasters. So I don't think they're all so powerful. Aren't they all spellcasters? I don't think so. The giants said that. There's maybe one spellcaster in every, what was it, eight, ten, something like that. Mm -hmm. And they were they were using daggers, which the giants referred to as being frustratingly dangerous. You yeah. wouldn't expect a, a dagger to fell a giant, but if their daggers can fell giants, I'm not exactly sure I want to go up against those. <laughs> My daggers fell giants. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm sure he wouldn't like to fight you either, Grimes. I, uh, well, so Faris, what do you suggest then? I mean, would you rather face one of the dragons? Yaramir and I have been cooking up a plan on that front, actually. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> do, do you want to spoil the surprise, Yaramir? It's up to you. You are, uh, 
You've come well, up with I many think it is uh, something that we need to tell the party because it requires a lot of setup. Do we well, finally I... get to use that harpoon he's been lugging around? No. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> we want to uh, essentially have a bombing run. You uh, big, very large stones and flight. And I think we just have a nice little fade out. And this conversation takes place off screen. All right. Well, it's time to go to our break anyway. So we will see you guys in a few minutes on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. and Welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. So you guys have anything else to discuss? Do you know what you're is, doing next? No, is, there is. Yeah, there's more to discuss. Sorry. All right. All right. Is, is the Great Worm dead yet? No, not yet. It's just a matter of casting a few spells, though, I think. Collecting some rocks. So, Faris, tell me, tell me of this plan then. The bombing run. I'm we just sure talked about means. it. Did you not? Yeah. Did you not there, there was a long it. discussion. Okay. Really did just, you forget? Effectively in loop. I thought, you know, in character, we were going to talk about it. No, that was point of fade out. Do you not understand trope? We had a long character discussion behind advertisements, and now audience is unaware of plan, but characters are. Right, right, I see, okay. Okay, well, uh, so I guess that opens to William dumbfounded, staring at (laughs) Faris and Yaramir. Well, it sounds like... Well, I've really got no idea. If you think it can work, then... I'm not really comfortable with you risking your life trying it, but... Oh, we'll all be risking our lives. We'll have to go in and finish the job after the initial run. And you are talking about the main dragon here. Uh, the one that's sleeping nearby. Whichever... I don't remember their names. They they all sound the same to me. Sleeping dragon. Yeah, the, the sleeping one. The one to the east. Uh, near the place on the map that we... What is it? I can't read your handwriting, William. It's abysmal. Giant graveyard giant graveyard oh that one okay. oh is that a g yeah yeah that's okay so they're the two smaller dragons i thought you meant the um frostbite the main Isn't dragon big mama dragon sleeping yeah i yes. thought the big mama dragon was right there no, no the, the big mama dragon this is, right here it's to the east of the deadwood this this one here is yeah. the sleeping dragon we can do that one too that's that's perfectly fine so that's the great worm the that's dragon. been sleeping yeah, let's do that one. Start with the largest sleeping dragon. Yes, because this will probably only ever work once. Exactly. Thing is, though, so if it doesn't kill it, though, and it wakes up... Then it is your job to finish. No, but, but you're floating around in the middle of... right above its head, right? Yarmir yeah, will be useless after this. Well, he'll be dead immediately, surely, because I'm not going to be able to get up there. It's going to take I... a couple of days, probably, to track to the top of that mountain. Well, I think we're going to get into an advantageous position first. I thought we had this discussion off screen for dramatic we did. effect. William is being yeah. obstinate. Sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> look. Okay, let's make a let's make a compromise. Okay, I'll go and talk to the Nulls. We make sure that that forest's safe. We we make sure that Hughes and the scholars and that are set up at the capital, and then. We check out this uh, scrag hole that uh, Rupert told us about. It's nearby. We check out the scrag hole. Nothing comes of that. Then we'll give it a go. And to mean, I trust. I, tr- I trust that you've worked out the details. It sounds uh, foolproof. We just laboriously told you them. Mm, yes. I remember. 
This was long 45 yes. minutes discussion. <laughs> you were you were engorged by details, William. I don't think you could possibly ask a question you don't already know the answer to. Is engorged the right word there? Do you mean engaged, perhaps? Engorged. In, no. in this case, engorged works, yeah. I am Matavin. I do not have mastery of common. <laughs> Alright, well then. Is that a deal then? We'll deal with the gnolls, the forest, the scrag hole, and then if we're all still alive. Say, Captain. Sure. Okay, well. I, I have to go make a, a quick conversation with Captain Hughes, though. So how is everyone immediately? Yeah, how is everyone feeling? If we head out tomorrow, is, is, are we ready to go? Sure, tomorrow. All right. I might be down HP. How how many days did we pass? We traveled a lot, here? didn't we? We, we traveled yeah, like a like week or so. The only thing we did the entirety of the last time we played was travel. Like, there was no combat or anything. No, there was. We fought yeah. an elemental. Grand yeah, you stuff. forgot about me getting crit in the nuts for 41 points of damage <laughs> before <laughs> I got an action. Forgot about that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that did happen. Rift I think you'll be, you should be almost fully healed, though. Maybe. I'm not playing um, fights at all. So. so while traveling, how much HP do I gain? And how two much, a day. Two, two a day, day yeah. times, what was it, like a week? Wow. Uh, it there was, was a blizzard in there, three, too, wasn't it? Ten, it's been 10 days. 10 times 3? No, 10 times 2, ten and times then two. One, one day here at 3. Okay. So I think it would be 23. Okay. Yeah, so I'm at 31 out of 37. Mm. Before we go, Grimes, you should speak to uh, yeah, that's, the Tanner that's here. I believe they, they've been making new armor for you. Yeah, hopefully with a reinforced cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear right. scales are a little bit not perfect for that. You generally want the attack to come from above with scales because they can kind of get underneath the scales if they come from below. So keep protect your groin still. I'll, I'll well, wear my pants upside down. orientation of cod piece is what I am hearing. That that could do it too, but then if the attack comes from above, it could it could slide between the scales, and that would still be bad. Double cod piece? Mm. Maybe one just a plate. Maybe one. scaled armor, but a plated cod piece. Right. <laughs> Tend to your business. We'll head out your nuts grinds. Head out in the morning. Right, and then Ferris is going to track down Captain Hughes. So whenever wherever um, she in the night. Uh, what's down in the basement of this temple? Is there potentially a library? Let me review my ancient maps. Yeah, or is it catacomb that we had like a hookah bar and some dead people, but I don't remember if we found books. I kind of want there to be books in this basement. Let's see. Please wait while everything loads. There is no library down there, no. Okay. Um, is there... How many books do we have as a party? I think you have um, all of them. Party. Um, in my quest to um, free the slaves, do you mind if I destroy the wizard's book? The spell book that we found? Or is that too valuable? Yes, or I don't care. That's fine by me. Out of character, I think that's a horrible idea. Yeah. If it's for a righteous cause, like freeing the slaves, go for it. Freeing Especially because that would save that would save me uh, a lot of trouble of having to kill them all. So, guys, we're not killing the slaves. They just go here. I don't want to kill them. I want to kill Rupert. Yeah, Why? no, I, I do want Rupert dead, especially. But, like, the, the slaves are just inconvenient. I want them gone however it happens. So if you have to destroy the wizard book to make it happen, that's fine by me. You can't oh kill God. Rupert. The slaves are doing important work. Leave them I, alone. 
Well, they can choose whether or not they want to do important work. And for this me. is out of character, Nick. You don't know what we're playing. This <laughs> no, I just I want to know, like, if I destroy the the wizard spellbook, are y'all gonna be mad at me? We're not gonna be mad, but I think the table talk has gotten out of hand. Let's just let's just yeah. play. Burn the spellbook if you want, and we'll deal with it in character. Right. I'm on. I'm on lookout for books, Neil. I want to. Okay. Um. Let's see. I think the the hookah bar area probably had some book at least one not like a library of stuff but like yeah we still have the dirty limerick book too don't we maybe did you send that back to the mainland i don't think we sent it back then you've got the dirty limerick book too i don't think we sent any of the books back because they're not translated so there wasn't a whole lot of point in sending them at the time sure i maybe i'm wrong there but that's i don't recall sending any of them back so in our adventures, I'm on the look for books, I guess, so we can deal with this later. Cool. Uh, I'm going to talk to Captain Hughes. All right. You find Hughes in her chambers. Oh, perfect. Uh, sipping on wine and staring into the flames of a fire. Uh, so Ferris is going to walk in and kind of shut the door behind him and say, so I hear you're uh, to oversee this this fool expedition to the south to excavate a, a castle or some such. Well, when the nobles say jump, you jump. And when they say you watch over prisoners while they dig rocks, you watch over prisoners while they dig rocks. Hmm. Well, I was thinking about it because we have such a well-fortified position here in Swampside. It'd be a shame to have to abandon it to go to this uh this southern this southern city, but we were in a well fortified position in Drekus. Be a shame to abandon that to come down to Caldonia. Hmm. I suppose let me let me be a little bit more straightforward. This is a this continent is a death trap. You're you are an extremely mm-hmm. trained and proficient soldier, and so were all your men, and mm-hmm. yet how many of them have died since they came to this continent? I don't want to talk about it. Well, if the losses were that bad, then how well do you expect a group of scholars and slaves to fare in the in the harsh Arctic ice of Caldonia? In fact, the first time a flash blizzard appears, I wouldn't be surprised if every single one of them vanishes off the face of the map, never to be seen again. Probably lose half of them within a month. All and if they all die death. right off the bat, how how quickly do you think these outside interests are going to invest more money in non-military funding for the Caldonian expedition. She turns away from the flames and stares <laughs> at you, trying to read your face, but it's just like a solid mask of terror and death. It's like, it's the face <laughs> of pure evil. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, wait a minute, is he, am I just thinking he's suggesting this because he looks like pure evil? Or what What are you getting at, Ferris? Do you, this place do you is need very something dangerous. to eat? Are you hungry? No, not at all. Actually, I'm just thinking this place is extremely dangerous. I I don't know if they could if they could survive out here for very long. Even even we, such experienced and dangerous adventurers, professionals such as ourselves, have survived as much by luck as our own skill. And do you think that these scholars and slaves have much hope of not simply all dying days after reaching this this southern city? She gets kind of quiet and spends a few moments staring at the flames in your eyes. 
Yeah, and I think after after a little bit of silence, says, but if you're content to be a jailer for the remainder of your time here in Caldonia, I suppose I won't keep you from it. But <sighs> think on it, and he turns around and starts to walk toward the door. You you just hear like the the pondering sound of her uh, fingers drumming on some surface as you walk out. You've certainly given her a lot to chew on. Uh, so if you're planning to free those slaves, Greg, you better step up that timetable. <laughs> I, I, yeah. We'll yeah, see. I guess so. We'll see. Uh, all right, party. You have um, like a bajillion quest leads at this point in time. What do you want to do? The plan is to, well, head south, check out the nulls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we, yeah, we're going to go south, secure some stuff, and then we're going to go south with the other group and help them set up. Yeah. And then heads to the Scrog Hole and then go <laughs> kill the Great Worm Dragon. Uh, I would like to stop by the Tanner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You you find the Tanner. Doing. Uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Can I be introduced? Yes. I just have to open the document. I follow, that has his I follow name. the smell of cooking dung <laughs> to the Tanner. And uh, fetid piss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, NPC details. There's a mechanics and lore. Tanner, Tanner. Uh, the leather worker is Brunhilda. Oh, that's right. I know. Uh, an elderly lady in her 60s. <clears throat> well, I head on over to where is she set up shop? Is it probably outside the temple? It's outside the temple. They have erected a smallish hut um, to kind of keep all of her stuff dry and inside uh, when it needs to oh, be. I poke my held, my head in. Uh, you see that she is currently at work stitching um, some leather together. She pokes her head up and goes, oh, visitors! Ah. <clears throat> Hilda, is it? You're looking uh, lovely as ever. A rose amongst the snow. You old flirt, what do you need? Uh, I look around to see if there's any, like, dragon scales hanging up. Uh, yes. There are some, a couple of suits of dragon scale armor sitting around. I think I walk over to them and, well, truth be told, I, uh, took quite a blow to my, uh, to my nethers. Ooh. I could use some extra protection out there. How's the, uh... Come here. Come here, young man. <laughs> uh, spread your legs. And hold on. And she, like, gets down, like, squats down and starts looking at your crotch and pulls out, like, a little um, tape measure and starts measuring your inseams and kind of mm-hmm. around this way. And, you know. Uh, to, to be clear, we did specifically commission her to make suits of dragon scale for, for us. Yes, yes. Uh, How is it working with uh, the scales? Is that looking to the suits she has ready? Oh, is quite that... good, indeed. A leather yes. worker's dream? Uh, no, another worker's nightmare. If you really ask, it's uh, really? quite difficult to work with. Yes, yes, but, but noble work, right? I'm sure you thought you'd be making leather crotchless breeches for nobles back in Drekus forever. Here you are sewing suits for heroes. Uh, much, much better work. Yes, uh, I'm glad to uh, to say that I've made the last pair of assless chaps that I'll ever make in my life. <laughs> Yes, I, in fact, could use a double-thick ass. 
Excuse me? <laughs> the elementals pop out of nowhere, straight from the ground beneath you. Oh, quite, quite terrible. Well, I will see what I can do about reinforcing your um, mm-hmm, packaging. Uh, but in the meantime, and she leads you over to two full sets of white dragon scale armor. Whoa. Almost as beautiful as the craftswoman. And I like run my fingers along the scales. I think I, I pull off my, my left glove to do so. Uh, they are cold to the touch, unsurprisingly, but they look finely made. Are they done? They are done. Well then, I think we can uh, gloss over Grimes getting fitted for his uh, dragon scale. You are fitted. It is, um, let's see. It should be the same as William's armor. Did did she do better? I thought she did better than I did by like quite a bit. Didn't she roll like a 30 on one of them right off the bat? I have multiple rolls here and I wasn't sure which (laughs) ones were Ferris's and which ones were hers. You didn't Uh, make any for me. I made all my own rolls. So any roll that you made is hers. Yeah, but I think I tracked your rolls over here. Oh, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure, because I, I think you had her roll once, and you were like, oh my god, she rolled like a 32 or something. Yes, I mean, there my, are many 30s in here. Yeah, mine's pretty so, great. Well, I was gonna, I, Ferris is probably gonna tell you to take a look at what she made, because I'm pretty sure, like, aren't they, William, I've been doing this as, as a hobby, essentially. She's a professional. She's been working. Aren't they sized for a specific person, though? Yes, but I specifically... Like we, and there are two sets like, because we wanted her to make one for William because she's probably better than I do. Like, can yeah. Neil? What's like? Can do you have to make a suit of armor for a specific fit in mind, or is it like you can make a great suit and be like, oh, okay, now this one's for William? Uh, with the leathers, there's more wiggle room. With the plate, mm-hmm. it has to be perfectly sized. But leather, you got some. You know, like you and Ferris could probably change armor no problem. William's gonna need mm-hmm. his own suit. But excuse you know. me, how tall is Ferris? Uh, five seven or five six. Ooh, maybe I'm, not. I'm far too much man to fit in his little okay. half elven armor. I meant build wise, but yeah, I think you're too tall. Then. Excuse me, Ferris. What is your strength? Uh, fourteen. I'm far too much man to fit in his <laughs> tiny half elven armor. Uh, okay, Sorry, well, I'm shooting myself in the foot here, aren't I? <laughs> That's uh, fine. Keep going. So, how good are the armors that she's made then, Neil? Way better. Yeah. All right. My arm is already really good. Yeah, I, Ferris will tell you, because like she's been doing this, she's a professional, and I was essentially mm-hmm. a hobbyist. She probably made much better armor than I could. So Mitaki yeah. says she's made me a new breastplate. Is that accurate? Don't listen to anything can Mitaki I, says. Can I get an old breastplate before William gets a new breastplate? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best of him. Ah. Willie, I think it's what... like right after we get this new artwork done, we, we're, we're suddenly upgrading party armor. Yeah. You want to ask what mine is now? Yeah, your current armor is... Well, my armor gives me 8 AC. 8 AC, so 5 and 3. 5 yeah. from chest, 3 from limbs. I, I don't know if, if it's 4-4 four, four or 5-3, but I think it's... That's five, pretty sure it's 5-3, because the, the chest piece is pretty normal quality, and then I did really well on yeah. the... I got like a 25 or something on the limbs. Cool. Um, so she is bringing you quality 30, uh, how's that right? He got quality 30 chest and limbs. So she's two steps above in chest and one step above in limbs. Mm -hmm. Is this, is this for me or for William? 
both of us, I think. Yes, it's going to be for both of you. Oh, wow. Um, so it'll be a total AC bonus of nine and a total warmth bonus of 16. Sweet. Plus one warmth, plus one AC. I'll take it now. Awesome. So I want to just take a look at my notes. Here. How much does it weigh for a full suit? Uh, Mine weighs. Oh, apparently it was just for Ferris and Grimes. That's Twenty-five it. pounds, thirty pounds. Yeah, it makes sense. Apparent. Apparently, the the second commission was actually for Ferris. I'm not sure why we did that, but I think William might need to get his own set made. All right. So, William, does that make your AC twenty-two? It would, yeah, but if Faris okay. is saying, Sean's saying that it's... Taki said there's a quality 32 chest piece for William. Yeah. Generally Uh-oh. speaking, don't worry about that. My notes are more accurate than his. Uh, didn't you just yeah. say you mixed up Ferris's roles that you were copying down? <laughs> no, with... once we chatted, <laughs> I figured out where Ferris's roles were. They're the 20, okay. 27, 25, and the leather workers mm-hmm. are the 30, 35, 4, 32. No, no offense, McTacky, but there's only one DM in this game, and that's me. Um, okay, so this is nine AC. Is that what you just told me? Yes, plus nine AC. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, does that bring you to twenty-one AC, Ryan? It does. Oh, oh, it's so good. I just got an AC bonus of like five. Fucking hell, that's crazy. So wait, it, this new this new gear is AC nine. Yes. Plus nine. Perfect. Yes. Okay, and then I get a Dex bonus of plus. How much does it weigh? 30. 30. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I wear that and I get a dex bonus of plus 3, I go up to 22 AC. All yeah, right, looks like I might be swapping out. Yep, you're sounds like it. I'm swapping out. Good thing that we did commission it for me. The magic leather. I think yeah. magic armor might give you a bonus to saves. Have you been doing that, Neil? No, I don't I think haven't so, done. no. Oh. no. So I haven't done it. 21, Neil. Your armor's 21? And my back down's 21, yeah. I, I don't have a new breastplate. Yeah. Uh, you look, you, there's suits for all of you. We I don't remember how many we okay. tried to commission, but it's she's right. been working at this shit for months okay, while you guys yeah, sure. have been away. So we've all got nine AC armor. That's yeah. some good shit. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> um, Alright, let's go kill some dolls, guys. Yeah, let me just update my sheet really fast. I have to update what I'm carrying too, so, so that I can actually like twenty two AC first? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And Grimes is twenty one <laughs> and mm-hmm. Greg is ten. I mean, like fifteen with the amulet, but yeah. Oh yeah. This oh um, my god, this new Adobe update is the absolute worst. I can't stand the new reader. If we, uh... McTacky is uh, sending you clips of your own Twitch stream to. Uh, <laughs> That's alright. I'll just have to ban him if he tries to backseat DM too hard. Don't ban him, Neil. He's been doing the wiki. I, I know, I know, but. Can't, I can't abide backseat DMing. <laughs> if I want to change the quality Isn't of the armor the after the fact, of streaming your D and D is so that you can get hundreds of backseat DMs. God no. <laughs> <laughs> the right. Worst part right. of streaming my games. Neil said, oh, "You said anyway. She's been doing it for months, so it only makes sense that we all get it." So, uh, uh, if we care, there's an extra. <clears throat> chest of chain mail and leather limbs in the mm-hmm. uh, party fund. Uh, how much matter? We, I guess we can armor our slaves. Yeah. Uh, so how much is the uh, the warmth for this? Uh, 16. Six. Okay, 16. what's the warmth for leather, out of curiosity? Two per slot. 
how many slots are there. I forgot exactly how your your worm system works. I'm just gonna pull up the pin messages here. I I because you you actually have a thing listed for just a full suit of leather, which was convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me check. Because I have to drop a little bit of weight. Here I think you should just make your warmth 16 unless you would like to wear a cloak or something. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to drop the cloak. But I'm wondering what that's going to change. So the cloak gave me what? Two? So, and yeah. the leather gave me eight. So that's 10. So I actually go up by six yeah. by six from replacing them. So I drop the cloak. I've got so much freaking warmth now. Warmth. Yeah, I'm up to 34 even if I ditch my cloak. Yeah, it's a four, 41. So I, I, I keep my backpack on the sled now when we're fine. <laughs> All right, look, let's, um, you should probably give some of the armor to now. I mean, you should probably give some of the armor to Captain Hughes. Yeah, I'll offer her my, uh, my leather armor. No, I mean, like, if the, if the person's making loads of dragon scale armor, they might as well make some for Hughes as well. But... They're already working on it. I was going to save that as a surprise for later, but yeah, they've, so, they're surprise. working on it for Hughes. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's get enough sleep tonight we've got to head out again in the morning i'm gonna go and get an early night i'll go and get like a a, a tankard of ale and drink that mm-hmm. in the rec room and then go to sleep all right um so a leather worker who who would i need to like make a, a hood of some kind is more what i'm getting at here like a very light cloak essentially is what i'm what i'm trying to get uh, you don't have any seamstresses down here, but there is some spare okay. cloth. I'll uh, just wait. I'll, we'll just commission it. I, I just want to get like a white hood because I have like, so our, our armor is pretty good for blending into the snow now, I feel like, mm-hmm. but I have like a blazing red mask. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to get like a, something that I can cover it with when we're trying to be stealthy. Some okay. camo gear. So next time, next time the ship's in, I think we'll requisition. Uh, sure. I mean, if you just want something to cover your head, there are scraps of there. There's spare fabric that's used for all sorts of things. And I'm you looking can just for some, like, like very nice white fabric, I guess. Yeah, there's some off-white fabric that you could just wrap around your head. It's, it's got to be the real deal. Okay. All right. We'll, 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 we'll commission. We'll requisition it. Yeah. Or maybe we can kill a polar bear or something. Yeah, we lost the other one, but maybe if we kill a second one. Um, Let's see. The the, uh, Hughes is going to want to leave in a few days so that she's got time to let these people um, adjust and everything. That'll give you guys a few more days to heal. Yeah. Well, Uh, I think... No, I I think we want to go to the Nulls ahead of time. Okay. Yeah, I think we want to, yeah. like, do our thing, come back, and then go with them was the... Yeah. Was cool. Okay. I was going to ask if your army wanted to learn any more spells, but we will come back to that another time. Mm-hmm. Unless you do want to learn spells, Greg, we can't just delay. No, oh, let's okay. just go do something. All right. All right. Let's do something. It is the next day, mm-hmm. which is Monday, the 12th of June, 1511, and it is... Uh, pretty heavy out there. Not quite a blizzard, but just shy. The winds are howling. Uh, you know, snow is being kicked up and blown around. The scholars and slaves are inside the temple, staring out through like a crack in the door, amazed at what's happening out there. Um, and you can hear them whispering to them each other, "Do we really have to go out in that?" <laughs> yeah, it's worse than that. All right. Well, best lead by example, eh, boys. Get a. Get the sleds together, let's pack up, let's get out. Oh, it's a pretty mild day today. Yep. That you nice. get wide-eyed stares <laughs> as you're talking about this. Um, uh, okay. Grimes, go and get Nimrod. Now, Nimrod, <laughs> your boy. 
dig himself out of the snow or is, yeah. is he around uh he's around they don't really let him sleep in the uh the main temple with everyone so he sleeps outside behind the he probably uh, sleep, tanners sleeps hut. next to the tanners that's what i was going to say yeah where all the nice smells are yeah he sleeps next to the tanners hut <laughs> Um, so you guys head out and to cross the river, I think you used a combination of your dog sled with sails and the the fan to blow yourself across the river is how you've been doing it. Was right? there not a bridge now? No, no there's not. A, it's a half mile river. There's no bridge. Okay. Um, so on a moderate day like today, I don't know. We've got like a 50-50 chance that the wind is in the right direction to go across. Makes sense. I mean, the um, winds will shift, I assume, right? It's not going to go in the same direction all day. Yeah, but hopefully right. it'll be in the same direction for long enough that you can get across the river. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, they're they're sort of favorable for you. They're Instead of, like, coming in the direction that you want them to go, they're more like this, but you can ride with them and use your fan going that way to, to get where you need to go. Um, right. Also, there's a bunch of boats, but let's see. How long have they been clearing ice flows for four days now? Three two, three days, because one of them was a blizzard. Um, yeah, there's probably less ice here. You could probably pile some shit in a rowboat and get across in a little skiff. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we can cross the river uh, between the, the cleared ice and boats <coughs> and the direction of the wind. We're not going to worry about it, but you cross the river to the other side and give me the movement for the day all right and then i assume we're just using our normal composition like it was 300 pounds of firewood and like 700 pounds of food yep. in the uh the hole yeah. okay so it's moderate you said moderate yes sir okay so d6 plus three times 1.5 seven and a half miles so you get and you're heading towards the forest right yeah, yeah i want to go north. to like well, yeah, it's like to the edge of the forest, I guess. Actually. Yeah. So are we? We're doing this on our own, right? And the a couple yeah. of days yeah. now, the scholars and slaves. Will I be think we're going to go with. Us. They're going to wait until we come back, essentially. Right. Yeah. So you guys head out into the blustering winds and snowstorms, leaving the scholars amazed that you're doing such a thing, uh, and you vanish across the river. Um, make your way down for the day, running into. Some knolls? How convenient. No, running into nothing that day, unfortunately. Mm. Um, the next day is, I believe, a light day. Okay. Uh, winds are much better. Life is a little easier. Six, 13 and a half miles today, so that should be enough. Yeah. Thirteen and a half miles will get you. Well, here's eight. Um, so it gets Wait. you right to the edge of the forest if you want. I just want to have a discussion with the party before we head in. I've just been, as we've been walking, doing some thinking on the best way to approach the negotiations with these moles. I don't know what your impression of them is, but they seem to respect strength and power more than any attempt at friendship. We're wearing the skin of a dead dragon. I feel like that's a fairly yeah. clear what display if of power. What if we just kill the first couple of gnolls we see and bring their heads to the leader and demand their uh, acquiescence? How, how well did that last go for like, diplomacy last time? Yeah, well, last, last time last you time. tried to scare them, you got us besieged by 40 of them. 
Well, last time Which we tried... Which turned out we... fine, but we had to slaughter the entire tribe. <laughs> but we made idle threats last time. No, no, no. I William, think... I think you're making the wrong the wrong idea with these gnolls. I think you're thinking if we're powerful, they'll they'll step down. But instead, I think it's if we're powerful, they'll feel like they must challenge us. But Your best bet isn't to scare them into submission. It's to make them feel like we have a mutual a mutually beneficial relationship. But there is a nothing compact. we can offer them. There's nothing we can offer them. Sure there is. Give them a tender box. Jaramir, <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who's been so well at predicting the Null's behavior. What do you think the best plan is? Uh, if you truly wish to not have a single Null conflict with a party of humans going up and down the river, I think the best way to do it is to slaughter all of them. Uh, short of that... Uh, I don't know. You like to have parlay. Last time they challenged us to honorable combat. Perhaps some kind of blood sport could uh, sway them to. Mm. Yes. I and this time you a... won't. You won't fail miserably. Yeah, I could go for another duel right now. Look, I think. I don't know. I've just got a feeling that beheading the first Noll we see and rolling into camp with his head might be a good plan. No, no, no I, I like this plan. We can go and challenge their leader to a duel. With sticks. But can we behead one of the gnolls, though, first? Sure, I enjoy gnoll beheading. Didn't you call me bloodthirsty? <laughs> one week in America, and all William wants to do is kill people now. <laughs> all right, I'm going to... Uh, I feel like we'll see in the moment. Let's go to the forest. All right, you get to the edge of the forest, and can I get perception checks as you arrive? From the whole party. Yeah. No telescope. Uh, you can get your telescope bonus. I don't know how you use your telescope oh, with your burning eyes, but it works. It's magic. Let's not work yeah. on it. Damn, William is adaptive. I got 18. <laughs> 31. <laughs> You're not going to miss anything. Uh, yeah, sure enough, as you come towards the woods, you spot a group of gnolls. There's two of them. Uh, they're hanging out just inside the tree line, sort of behind a snow wall that they've built, uh, <clears throat> keeping an eye on you guys as you approach. Rhymes, there's there's two at the tree line. I think it's time to to work your your polyglot tongue. All right. We yeah, we walk towards them. What'd you say about my tongue? Polyglot tongue. Is there a better word for it? It's polyglot speaks many languages. Oh, oh. <laughs> thinking something else i got i got that infection cleared up years ago <laughs> <laughs> so All we right. the gnolls look at us as we walk probably straight towards them yeah right? uh, when you get within you know a fifth of a mile or something they just retreat they fall back into the woods out of sight i yelp in their general direction uh they have no real response maybe they hear you maybe they don't hear you uh, either way, they just fall back into the woods, and you guys approach and end up right on the edge of the woods, right in the nice, well-defined tree line. All right, Faris, check for tracks. Let's find that camp. You want to? I, what time is it right now? Uh, Slay in time. Uh, Eight get miles into a fourteen-mile day. Okay, so it's like halfway through. That's fine. Yeah. I inspect their little lookout spot. So it's like a mound of snow they were hiding behind. Yeah, they've got like um, a horse-shaped, uh, horseshoe-shaped uh, snow wall kind of built up with a little spot inside where they were hanging out. And little, you can mm -hmm. see 
um, holes in the snow where they had stuck their spears and some other things. Does it look frequently occupied? Like, it looks very recently occupied. Sure, uh, but is it like they occup they sit here every day, or is this like they pick a new spot every day? Um, why don't you make me some sort of check to determine that? What what is an appropriate thing? Wisdom, willpower, gauge. I guess he is a thief. Gauge. I'm not looking for anything specific, but make me some whatever check you think makes sense. I don't know. Here's an Cli- check. Climbing check. Climbing check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think what you're looking at it, and you realize that yesterday it was a pretty moderate day, so any semblance of tracks of firm frequent use would be gone, and the only signs okay. would be of today. Okay. So it's all lost to you. Uh, but the fresh tracks that the gnolls just left are quite obvious yep. and head well into the forest. All right. Uh, Yarmir, do you have your that that hut you can make, the invisible hut? Yes. Okay. We we might need to use that tonight if we get too deep in. It's much more concealable than our than our normal tent. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll start to track them into the woods. All right, you head into the woods. These woods are particularly thick. The trees are quite mm-hmm. close together, and with the snowstorm of yesterday, uh, there's not a lot of light that makes it down. In fact, most of the forest is just shy of pitch black. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. You're so have Ferris a hard will use anything. his telescope to extend his infravision range. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, William, you should probably, well, I suppose you'd make a beacon of us if you took your sword out, but it might yeah. be better than you walking face first into a tree. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping for the surprise effect of the sword to win the discussions. Yeah, I pull my heavy cloak around me and disappear into the heavy shadows and thick underbrush. Yeah. Sort of slink along beside the party. Yeah, I think Ferris is just going to try and keep keep eyes open for the party. I don't um, remember how well the gnolls see in the dark, but I, I see better than anyone else in the party, so I kind of have to do that. Right, so... I mean, I'll, I'll hold a torch, though. I think You'll hold the torch? Okay. Uh, an actual torch, not my sword, a torch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with the torch, you can see just fine and follow the tracks, no problem, as the party goes. You get ooh, a mile, mile and a half into the, the woods when you hear a like a, a wolf howling noise from in front of you. Grimes, say something in Noel. <laughs> was the howl a, a word in Nolish, or was it just a howl? It was a. It was just a howl. Do our dogs howl in response? Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think they they start yipping and barking. Nice. All right. Hmm. They have I, wards. I'm sure they do. Or is that sh- more of a goblin thing? I shout from the bush that I'm in, in Noel. So I said bark. Mm-hmm. Um, we come to speak. You see in the, the distance in front of you, kind of coming into the light cast by uh, William's torch <laughs> and Ferris's eyes. And do you guys still have the skull on you? Uh, I think I... Might let me see if it's on my character sheet, and that will that will answer the question. Maybe I think you've got two or three sources of. I do have the skull light. on me. Yeah, so you've got dim light from the skull, little bit of light from the, the mask, and a pretty decent light from the torch. And uh, stepping into it is a knoll, uh, armored with bones, very similar to I believe Bokasa was arm- armored this way. Uh, and at the knoll's side, there is a spear. 
this one knoll kind of stands before you, looking at you, and creeping up behind it are a few others in the shadows in the background, uh, their eyes doing that kind of reflective thing that dogs and cats' eyes do in the dark, mm-hmm. with the light source. It's just like glowing points all in front of you, and this one bone-armored knoll standing there. Uh, a rather large wolf slowly pads over to her side. Did they say anything? No, the knoll just kind of scritches the, the wolf on the ears and I think, stands proudly before you. I, I think the wolf looks with a start to its left as Grimes sort of steps out of the bushes to their flank and like sheaths the phase the phase dagger, like fading back into existence and like steps out of the shadows. Yeah. Oh. The wolf gives you a a growl. <clears throat> Well, well met, friends. I say in Nolish. The Noel looks I, to you and cocks her head slightly to the side, momentarily I, in confusion. I am Grimes, and this is my chieftain, Cal Captain William Marshall. And I point to uh, to William. I give a nod. She kind of dips her head slightly towards you and mm. growls back I'm Zara I, tr- I translate as such alright um, I'll. you don't need to translate this directly Grimes so they assume they can't understand <laughs> what I'm saying so I'll just speak freely basically the deal is we are going to be travelling up and down this river a lot in the coming weeks and months and I don't want to have any trouble from the gnolls I'm prepared to let them keep their forest uh, if they doubt my resolve, I'll fight them for supremacy of the forest now. But if they uh, ever attack us, I'll make sure every one of them is wiped off the earth like Bacasa and Musa and every other knoll that we've run into until this moment. Nod. Mm. Do you do you know who we are? I say to the... to Zara. Uh, she takes... How far are you from her, would you say? Uh... Maybe 15 feet. Oh, perfect. She takes a few steps forward, um, I'm reaches probably, out. I think I'm like, I like flanked them and mm-hmm. whatever. So the yeah, party's yeah, so directly in front of them and I'm like 15 feet to their side. She'll turn to the side and walk towards you mm-hmm. um, just far enough that she can reach out with her, the hand that's not holding a spear and kind of run it over your scale armor. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I I think I'm quivering in my boots, but I, I do my best to put on a brave face and yeah. stare up at this knoll as she uh, touches my breastplate. Mm-hmm. She gives a bit of a nod and says, you slayed the frost worm. I nod. And many other beasts. We, uh... You defeated... You, you, are, you are the ones who slew Manji. <clears throat> Un- unfortunate that it came to blows, but yes, Manji and Bokasa and Musa. You're- I do not know Bokasa or Musa. I shrug. Your cousins were not as reasonable as we hope you might be. She doesn't say too much for a moment and then slowly says, We are prepared to leave you to these woods. 
leave you to your territory if you uh, do not interfere with our operations in Caldonia. We will be operating along the river, transporting goods to and fro, and we would ask that you do not uh, interfere. We have not killed you yet. I nod. Likewise, we have seen your uh, seen your pack amongst the trees and left you be, but soon there will be more of us traveling along the river, and we hope that this accord can continue. Will you slay the other frostworms? <laughs> I hope so. Is has your life improved since Sleet's slaying? Manju's slaying. Hmm. Manju is not of your peoples. She shakes her head. Uh, she is so Manji and his folk were part of the the greater gnolls. They were a little bit taller. They had that like tuft in front of them. Uh, this one, Zara, is one of the the regular. Caledonian uh, gnolls. So she's only like seven feet tall or like six uh. and a half feet, you know. Um, she's only imposing instead of superly imposing. Um, but she nods and says, <clears throat> Manji was a menace. A brute. Glad to uh, to have helped you in this matter. Is if uh, if you can uh, keep the peace in these woods and these lands, we are prepared to uh, leave you to your territory. Are there any other brutes we should be aware of? She shakes her head. Or- then it seems this land is yours. Uh, gesture out widely. Do we have a deal, Grimes? I turn to... We're getting there. It seems are, they are pleased with uh, the passing of Manji. Uh, are you at full HP yet, Ryan? Uh, basically. <clears throat> but not exactly. Uh, yeah. How much are you down? Uh, I'm six out of 37, so... Okay. Like, what is that? Like 5% or something? Sure. Uh, so she takes a look at you, and maybe you have like a few still visible wounds or whatever. Uh, she reaches out a hand and kind of goes to touch the side of your face with it. I and... recoil, and like I, maybe there's a tremble in my foot that I like do my best to steal myself. She Looks... begins to murmur some words in a language you don't understand at all. Uh, and a soft blue light emanates from her hand and you regain 8 HP so now bringing me to full I mean I think he has to understand that language he's wearing I mean he has knowledge of all languages the language of magic language of magic yeah. Dude, I, I mean, tell me. I assume I don't know what you're no, saying no. so yeah you can't you don't understand what Greg is saying when he's casting spells either Probably for, yeah yeah mm. okay my eyes go wide. I don't know what the part of the party reacts when I say, Praise be Valthara. 
Praise you be Valfara. She says back to you. You are, you are blessed. Indeed. That is how I keep my people safe. <laughs> From the tyranny of Manji and the frost worms and the giants. If you leave our forest alone, we will leave you alone. I ex- I extend a hand. I re- yeah, I remove a, I remove my glove and extend a hand. Um She looks at it and looks at you. I like grab her hand if it wouldn't be too awkward to do so. It wouldn't be. She goes along with the handshake, not really understanding it very well. And um, I like nod and grunt. I think we've reached an accord, William. Do you you have anything you'd like to add? No, that sounds satisfactory, Grimes. Well done. I'll take a step forward and go to shake the uh, Noll's hand as well. She shakes your hand as well, not really, still kind of like, okay, this is a weird tradition. I don't, okay, yeah. fine, fine. Should we be sniffing butts instead? They play <laughs> patty cake, actually. That's their <laughs> greetings. Um, yeah, you're done. I'm, yeah, I'm with that. I think we can leave, yeah, unless, there's, unless anyone else has any. Yeah, do we still need to go south for the uh, the the further south woods, or are we going to do that after the, the expedition moves south? Um, I think check this to make sure it was safe. But are are we going to go with the expedition first, and they'll use those trees while we secure? Yeah, the other yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think don't know if we need to spend loads of time going over that. But yeah, we go back, journey with them south to the capital, and then we'll head out to those woods and check them out. Okay. Do we have any true. gifts to leave with these knolls? I do have one. I do have one more spare tinderbox. <laughs> okay. So you guys are heading back to the fort, though, right? Aren't yeah. they amazed by our tinderbox, the, Neil? Yeah, do you uh, spread the tinderbox? Do you I'll show them, them how tinder- to use it and I'll, everything? I'll, I'll give them the malas tinderbox, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, a token you, of our uh, of our friendship. After instructions... You the gift of fire. <laughs> uh, yep, they're suitably impressed. Good. Yeah. Like it. Uh, all right. So the next day is going to be another light day. Let's just quickly see how many days it takes to get back. Yeah. Um, Probably one or two. 16 and a half. Well, hey, one day. Cool. Perfect. I think that night we slept on the outskirts of the forest. Yeah, Yeah, because we still had some spare time. So So we we probably left their territory, even if it Mm -hmm. seems like we're uh, in some intended alliance. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You get back to the fort. Um, everyone's there. The slaves and scholars are all <laughs> sort of ready to go. A few other sleds ha- are awaiting to move extra supplies, and they're laden with uh, some coal, lots and lots of food, some blankets, tents, shovels, uh, picks. You should uh, uh, meet with Hughes and perhaps the soldiers and tell them of our tentative accord with these knolls. Yeah, yeah, I think that's worth doing. So yeah, I'll... Uh and just inform Hughes that we've met the Knolls and that we've got a peace with them, but to let us know if anything happens, obviously. Sure. Um, so you come into, a, yeah. You find Hughes a little intoxicated, um, hanging yeah, out in her drinking. little hut. She's drinking too much, right? Am I am I with William or did you? Yeah, the whole uh, party can be together. Okay. There's no reason to do yeah. Okay, I'll be like, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've got some rum if you'd like to. Uh, uh, make this uh, task more efficient. I'm going to like, hand her over a rum skin. 
She I, uh, will take it and sip at it. No, Thank no, you, I, I, I put a hand and say it's a bit early in the day for rum, isn't it? And we stick to the wine. I I take I step behind William and take a swig. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up and looks at you and says, "Well, Captain William, I guess you're in charge of everything now, aren't you?" <clears throat> I ignore the, I ignore the, I, 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 I whispered or I like lean into go use and say, "I I still get to ration the rum." <laughs> So, Daddy's boy, tell me, any other little favors you need to do for your father-in-law before he abandons you to die and takes all of your possessions? Uh, geez, it's, it's a bit early in the day to be so drunk, isn't it? Uh, you're it's showing evening. Your what are you talking about? Oh, is this when we get back there? Oh, yeah. well, fair enough, then. Well, <laughs> I'll allow you to insult me once, Captain Hughes, but I, I, I wouldn't make a habit of it. You're showing yourself off. Threatening me, Captain William. I'm not threatening you. I'm trying to give you some good advice. When you uh, when you go and take a sleep, so you're ready for the morning. Why don't I give you some good advice? Why don't you stop suckling on your father-in-law's teat and treat yourself like a real man? This has been harsh and taken its toll on all of us. I can't believe you follow this idiot. He doesn't even understand what's happening. He He just says, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir." three bags full, and just goes about doing whatever he's told. How do you think a noble knight like him ended up in Caledonia? Stupidity? Accidents? (laughs) I've heard the rumors. Look, we've come here on business. William? Listen, Grimes, I don't don't need you to defend my honor from from Captain Hughes here. Look, Captain, I appreciate what you're saying, but uh, with all due respect, you're talking out of your ass. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, Hughes. Oh, we really? The- yeah, and if and if it was you in my place, you'd already be dead by now, and this whole thing would be over. So why don't you just watch your mouth and go and get some sleep? Um, Hughes, we uh we met with the Knolls in the woods south of here, mm-hmm. and reached a tentative accord. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, uh, if if it can be helped, you and your soldiers should avoid. Uh, Shedding first blood. Mm-hmm. If they break the truce, do what you must to defend yourselves. But I think they appreciate us slaying the gnolls in the north and the dragon. And they, will, they should stick to their woods and leave our supply lines alone. Well, if that's what Captain William thinks is best to do, then that's probably what we should be doing. I think peace would be best, William. Do you yes, agree? I, I agree. Peace with the Nulls is, is uh, preferable to having to kill them all. Mm. Anything else, Hughes? We're all disposable. No one cares. <laughs> well, I care. <clears throat> I thought you did too. And um, I'll walk out. All right. I think Ferris lingers for a few seconds after everyone's walking out and says, mm, I never thought I'd see the great Captain Hughes reduced to a miserable drunk. Oof. Miserable drunk? One day of drinking does not make one a miserable drunk, Mr. Cannibal Face. <laughs> he does I have see. a cannibal face. <laughs> and you expect everything to pick up from here? It's snowing outside. What do you want me to do? Well, just think on what I said. I can't do it, Ferris. 
We can't oh. kill him. Kill who? The gnolls? The, the scholars and the slaves. I like look in horror between Ferris and uh, <laughs> and Hughes, and probably I think Yarmir's still in, taking it in the room. I don't think I ever go to Hughes's room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You're right. They're a liability. They're going to get us all killed, but I can't, in good consciousness, kill innocent people or leave them to die. I see. They'll probably be the death of us, but that's that's the way it is. That's the way it goes. Well, what the hell, Ferris? <laughs> what? Do you really want to babysit some pampered scholar and a number of inexperienced laborers? No, but I don't want to eat them either. I'm not suggesting we eat them. You can perform whatever human ritual you want and bury them for all I care. You'd probably eat one of them though, right? Maybe Rupert. He... <laughs> I really want to kill him personally, I'll be honest. He's a bit of a twat, huh? Yes. Well, how, either way, whether or not you they... choose to do it, I'm sure they're all going to die off rather quickly anyways. They're not exactly prepared for this kind of life. No. How did they get on this expedition anyways? I'll ask you. Some unnamed benefactor with money and connections and an interest in Caledonian history has convinced William's father-in-law that they should um, come and loot this place for all of its glory for a private enterprise. I thought that, I thought that was our job. No, our job is to be bait, do all the hard work and let other people reap the rewards. I don't know if you understand this yet, Grimes, but no one back home gives a shit about us down here. Oh, I understand that. Okay, good. Then you're the only wise one amongst your group. What do you know about this this father-in-law? I've, I've heard a few not promising things about him. William seems a bit uh, blind to the issue, though. Greedy, cunning bastard. Made a good fortune for himself through... Well, no one's quite sure how he came to find his wealth and fortune and amazing business contracts that just fell into his lap. It just happens to always go his way and a lot of lost business partners. Accidents seem to follow him wherever he goes. And here we are doing his work. Do you know he's got a new trading company that's going to come and find all the treasure that we're supposed to go and just locate for him now? Probably getting a nice oh, fat cut. perhaps we should just point him in the direction of the dragon and let him do the hard work for it's us. It's not coming down here. There's other expendables he's sending. Hmm. Well, at least the war will be over soon. And you all can go home. I have too much to do down here. Lovely. Wars, Stuck with a cannibal and forever. The whole damn thing. Lucky us, right? Lucky us. Hmm. Dismissed, soldiers. Dismissed. <clears throat> I I do my best actually to give her a salute, and I leave a nearly full wine, uh, rum skin on the table. She gives you a proper salute and um, just moves the wine skin from the rum skin from the table to like the t closer table next to her. 
Yeah, I'm and, deleting uh, it from my character sheet. Ferris gives her. We do uh, have a barrel of it somewhere. <laughs> Ferris gives her a considering look, which probably just looks like a blank stare, considering the expressionless mask, and then mm-hmm. just kind of walks out of the room. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna track down William. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm walking our room. Sure. We, there's gonna be a blizzard the next day, so there's no movement anywhere. Um, so before we do. Fair, not fair. Yes, Ferris and William. I want to flip over to Yaromir for a moment. Did you have anything that you wanted to do back here? Any spells you want to learn? We're only here for a day, right? Yeah. Does it take two days for you to learn a spell, or that's one day spell? Yeah. It takes me one day, but um, I don't know. I, I think at to. some point, I think at some point, I might track down William and be like, "Yo." had a reconsideration of this whole titles and lands thing. I still don't own them, but I will accept them and then transfer all of them to Amelie. Oh, I was, uh, I was meaning to talk to you about that. Um, Yaramir, you want to, hmm, you want to take the, take the titles and then transfer them to. Yes. I have no need of them. They do not interest me. Land, power, people, money. However, this poor orphan child, I believe she's in a circumstance that could benefit greatly from them. I think I I consult my heraldry and etiquette checks, Neil, and try and think what would be the legal way of doing that. Would it be like for Yaramir to adopt her Mm -hmm. and then to uh, resign? So she's David's kid, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, no, so I, I don't wish to adopt her. She's she's not my daughter. But uh, they are giving a random title to peasant from a foreign country. They can give other random peasant my title instead. You could just report that David's the one who goes on your expeditions. Leave, I don't imagine Yaramir will be upset if you leave him out of the history books. Sure. That's yeah. brings up decent point. Yeah. You could just could change the names on the papers. I can do um, that for you. Uh, are, they, are they to get titles within my barony? Is that what they, it's going to be? They would be your subjects. Yes, they would okay. be. So, uh, so it's, it's up to me to approve it anyway. So yeah. Yeah. I can do that for you, Yaramir, of course. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Excellent. I think this is a satisfactory conclusion to the problem of title. What do you plan to do after all this, Yaramir? What is after all of this? This expedition. Mm. Once it disbands and all of its soldiers go home? I don't know. We'll see how much I learn. Perhaps Mm. there is more to learn. Perhaps this is my final resting place. Who knows? I don't really know what the uh, expedition has in store. It seems we are very close to end of it. We probably have, I don't know, a handful of days left. Are you sure I can't convince you all to come back? You might find life at court more satisfactory than you imagine. Leave the title open for me, but there's a good chance I won't accept it in the end. Can you imagine Grimes, Yaramir, and Ferris at court? <laughs> I, I think if, Grimes would do Suppose I were to accept this title, William. What, what would my responsibilities be? Could be what you want. Uh, I'm going to need... I'll need soldiers. I'll need marshals. I'll need scouts. I mean... Our scouts sounds good. Adventurers. You can you can make of it what you will, um, Faris. As far as I'm concerned, you've earned a life of doing whatever you want when we get back. The amount of money that we've all made for the crown here, I think we owe you that at least. Well, leave the option open. There's, I don't know if I'll be leaving when the expedition does, but I suppose well, it's nice to have the, the fallback. 
Well, why don't why don't we say this? When whenever the time comes to leave, why don't you come with me? And uh, I could certainly arrange passage back for you in a few weeks' time after we get there. Maybe you'll see what you're missing out on. Maybe then you'll uh, be able to make a more informed decision. Perhaps just a, a holiday, if you will. And um, I'd offer the same to you, Yaramir. And Grimes, I think you're planning to take me up on the offer of title, right? Pass down a lordship. Yes, exactly. So uh, I'd be I'd be foolish not to. I agree. I'll take, uh, I'll take Ferris and Yarmir's share if they uh, aren't interested. I'm not sure I can do that, but um, I do need you. Why don't you uh, have a think about a family name, a crest, uh, some words to go under the crest? Uh, this, this well, side. I think Grimes is the only fitting family name. Lord Grimes. I rather like the sound of that. Oh. And as for a crest. How about a silver tongue? That seems to, that works. A silver tongue. Okay. Uh, House Grimes, a silver tongue, and your words? Hmm. All of them. All, all of them. All the words. <laughs> I've always considered like a dictionary. Every every time somebody puts up his crest, they just like staple a dictionary. <laughs> I actually just think it should be a tongue, and it should just say all of them. Yeah, around the tongue. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, fantastic. Grimes, well, I'll, I'll I'll see to the paperwork. Um, good. I I, I pat you on the shoulder, and uh, William. I think yeah. we need to talk about your father-in-law a little bit. Yes, you yeah. just might have been very very drunk, but do you honestly think she was wrong? About what? This man coming in and steamrolling over the expedition and getting exactly what he wants out of it. I mean. The man's been taking our funds. He's been bringing new soldiers in. He's been doing whatever he wants and just assuming you'll accept it all. Do you really trust this man? When will when will Zaz be back next? She Anyone was know? just here a week ago. Hmm. Trust trust him to do what, Faris? I mean, it's it's not really my concern what goes on after I leave. Not screw you over and leave you to die? I'm to be made a baron after the expedition. And oh, I don't yes. that's his hard work behind the scenes that's led to that. Hughes was telling me all about his missing business partners, the number of people who have just never been seen again after entering into deals with him. Yeah, well, I mean, merchanting is a, it's a tough world. I, I, look, I, I, I don't think he's whiter than white. And I, I've seen, when I first met him, I saw evidence to suggest that maybe his motives weren't always exactly pure. I doubt he'd be as successful as he was if he wasn't uh, prepared to break a few arms along the way. Certainly uh, morally superior to a cannibal, though, wouldn't you say? I heard this story once about a vampire, lived for hundreds of years among humanity, and managed to survive quite well despite being through and through completely and utterly evil. Hmm. Because as it turns out, sometimes evil hides behind a rather uh, charismatic shell. Yeah, oh, well, I can believe that. Well, sometimes a mask not. too, eh? <laughs> Look, Faris, I'm not sure like, you were in any place to criticize Grimes. I'm not saying that he's a great man, but uh, he's done well by all of us, and I, he's been successful in everything else he's done. I don't suspect that he'll make a failure of the expedition. Oh, I don't expect him to make a failure of it. I just don't expect him to give you everything he's promised. And think on it. I'd... 
Well, be very suspicious of anyone who has power over you, William. I don't think he has too much power over me, but I'll 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 heed your words, Faris. I appreciate your counsel. Perhaps I'll hear more of it back at court, eh? Mm. Don't underestimate the power of a father over his daughter. Ah, my wife. It's been so long. So Richard may not have power over you, but what, what's what's your wife's name? Melissa. Melissa. Beautiful Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Does she not have power over you? Nah. Only the, the power that a woman has over her husband. I wouldn't say she has any... Pat, is there any power stronger in all of this, all of this world? Oh yeah, I, I look. Really to, I look. And just kind of like stare at my many, many scalps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, a woman's power is is uh, is strong indeed, but I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not to affect the the matters of state. You are a fool, William. Perhaps. It's certainly well so far. Just Being think foolish. On. I've never met the man, and I already distrust him thoroughly. Hmm. Yeah. What are you saying that I'm going to get back there and find myself in chains? In chains, maybe not. Drinking poisoned wine, very possibly. Huh. I don't know. I, it seems to me I've never been much of a political uh, mover, but it would seem in his best interest to keep me alive. Uh, a powerful son-in-law seems like it would... Uh, and if he kills you, how much of that power transfers to his daughter? Kills? William's a goddamn hero. A dragon slayer. You think Lord Richard the Paper Pusher is going to... Heroes are convenient <laughs> for the stories they create and very inconvenient afterwards. I think he'll use William until he stops being convenient and then dispose of him. We've got a lot and of... If uh, you do think that I, uh, that I might be hitting on something here, William, I am somewhat experienced at making people disappear. William is a large man. Take look, a look. very deep hole to make him disappear. And I don't think he's going down without a fight. Yeah, uh, Faris, I appreciate your counsel and I could do with it when the time comes to make sure that nothing catches me unawares, but I'm not sure that kill or be killed is really on the cards right now. The offer remains open. Well, I'll certainly need um, advisors. And I think with that, we're going to go to our second break. And when we come back, we will get this adventure underway further. So see you on the other side. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Um, All right. The day of Blizzard, I think, passes without too much going on. That doesn't mm -hmm. seem like anyone wanted to do anything during the Blizzard. Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, uh, I, I want to say to Yarmir that speak to david about the like name of the house or the word sure, go for it. yeah well you, you do it you're the one you can tell them the news all right i suppose that's fine all right i, I respect what you're doing there yarmir david is a is a good man for a human yes yes i yes do you go and find david Sure. I mean, is this important? Do we care about uh, their? It doesn't name? have to be. You can. We can gloss over it if you don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm just. All I'm trying to do is set up a future NPC here. I want like Battle Maid and Amelie, <laughs> like, Lord of the fucking field. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We'll gloss over it then and 
say that he's grateful and surprised and doesn't know what to do about it and will think on it. And, um, you know, Amelie's like, oh my God, I get to be a princess? Yup. <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's fine. Uh, the blizzard passes without much note. The day after is light weather. All right. And uh, everyone is gathering with all sorts of wagons, uh, not wagons, uh, sleds and carts and dogs and gear and equipment. And the slaves are all chained up in a line. And it's all this one big procession. And as everyone's at the gate ready to, to leave, Captain Hughes climbs the walls to give a short speech. Did you want to say something, Ryan? Uh, I had a <clears throat> Uh, is everyone gathering to leave? Like, are our, our soldiers staying at the fort? Uh, there is one platoon that is staying back here under the uh, supervision of Lieutenant... <gasps> What's her name? Ashley. Ashley. No. Is her name Ashley? Mallory? No. Joseph? Fucking one of them. Mallory's right. the doctor, right? Uh, Eliz Elizabeth is the Elizabeth. doctor. Elizabeth. Corporal Alicia. Uh, that's who it is. It's Corporal Alicia is going to be the one um, in charge. Platoon is eight. Or what did you call it? A squad. Yeah. We're calling them platoons. Modern day, they would be more like squads. But for our purpose, they're going to be platoons. All right. Um, is, is Hughes drunk? Hughes is not drunk, actually. Good. My line, I sit quietly for a speech. I guess it can't be under the guise of Corporal Alicia. One of the sergeants is going to be in charge. I forget his name. Anyway, <clears throat> Hughes, sober as a, a judge, she stands up on the wall, looks out over the assorted. Hold, you can't. I think that expression is no longer valid. <laughs> <laughs> um, sober as a priest? I don't know. That doesn't work either, really. Sober as a Puritan? Oh, uh, it's too wordy. As a judge, I get it now. That yeah, it took me a second there too. Together. Yeah, that was that was good. That was good. Good job. That was good. I really wish I understood that joke so I could have laughed at it. Now I just feel stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she stands up on the wall, looks out over the forty-plus gathered people, <clears throat> clears her throat, and says, "Newcomers, some of you are going to die on this journey." <laughs> Let that sink in. A plus. In order to keep as few of you dead as possible and as many alive as possible so we can all make it through this hellscape together, there are going to be some changes around here. Uh, to start, <coughs> I am purchasing all of these slaves and I am immediately setting you free. As long as you're here in Caldonia, you can work for me as my employees, but I'm not going to be having you chained together in a blizzard or a snowstorm. It's ridiculous. You're, you would all die. And she makes a motion to her guards, to uh, one of her sergeants who's already been formed, and he goes about unlocking them. Uh, the slaves look a little surprised. The scholars look a little shocked. The other soldiers don't really give a shit. <clears throat> Secondly, it's going to be a long journey. Don't do anything stupid. If you get lost, we're not going to come find you. So don't stray from the party. Any questions? All right, let's go. 
All right. I assume we're leading this because we have like the actual expedition experience of going yeah. out. Yeah. She'll march you guys out the gate, and then once everyone gets across <laughs> the river, you'll all be moving together. Are we uh, crossing the river? Yes, you're gonna cross the river and head down. You're not gonna be getting full. Do we have a do we there, have a ship? There are a few boats, um, rowboats that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll be using those to cross the river. It'll be kind of a long haul. You'll have to take the boat across, unload it, go back, pick up more people. So it'll be a process to cross the river. And then there's not enough skis and sleds for everyone to ride. So you're gonna be going at regular pace, probably even a little bit slower since you've got all these newbies with you. So yeah. it'll be a long, slow slog to the capital. Yeah, I, I imagine it's not going to be the no dog bonus. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm actually going to give you guys like a 20% penalty because of okay. they're fucking new people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're undergeared. But, um, but yeah, we're planning to range out from the capital with our sled and our dog. So even though we go normal speed, we're still bringing with us, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, as I said before, the slaves only have like 20 cold points, 16 warmth. Um, So they can do a full day in calm or light weather, Mm -hmm. uh, and they can get like a half day in moderate weather. We have some extra gear, don't we? Like coats and stuff. Can we put those on before we leave? Yes. Like, it's better to not just leave them sitting in the fucking chest when we could... There's there's not enough to go around for everyone, so you can outfit those that... You can outfit as many people as possible. Sixteen is actually pretty decent gear for like a level zero person. Yeah, they've been like, given equipment. They're probably head, they're probably mm. head to toe in leather or something like that. Um, I don't remember how I calculated it. It's all, they're clothed, but it's not okay. great. Do do we have like? Yeah, I guess we probably don't have thirty heavy cloaks lying around. Mm-mm. We no. have one heavy cloak, one leather jacket, six pairs of gloves, and seven boots. Okay. I mean, it's it's not enough. It's almost worse to give it to one person. Yeah, I, I think we just don't do it because it's not it's not yeah. worth it if we only give it to like a small subset of them. Yeah, yeah you'll notice the scholars are well equipped for this journey, though. Mm-hmm. They have fancy fur cloaks. Mm-hmm. They yeah. look like Final yeah. Fantasy characters with mm-hmm. their with their tasseled hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they have their own uh, dog sleds or something? How are they moving? Are they? Uh, no, they're all going to be marching alongside you through the snow. I mean, what, where are their tents and their food? There are tents and foods on sleds that are being pushed by people. You guys have right. the, the one slaves. functioning dog sled. Yep, slaves and soldiers, <laughs> and everyone's going to be working together because they're. If you don't work together, they're all going to die. So okay, yeah. Um. So we've got a a light day. Um. First okay. up. Yeah, we're gonna try and blaze through as much movement as possible. There you go. Divided by two? No, I, I already did the penalty. Yeah. That's 28, okay. And diddly tastic. So you're gonna cross the river and probably a little less on the first day because the river crossing is gonna take a while, but you get to about there. The next day is moderate, so you can only go about half your distance. Miles? Oh I already handled the penalty. Oh, yeah. So you barely make any progress that day. Uh, it's really tough. The slaves and scholars are poorly equipped for the wind. You, I mean, they're just, like, falling over all the play, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them even, like, knocks a bunch of stuff off the car, and you guys spend, like, 15 or 20 minutes digging <laughs> it all out of the snow. And it, it's slow going. You guys get, what, like, a mile, maybe? Mile and a half that day before you just make uh, a About two, because I already handled the penalty, so it should be two miles. Yeah. So it's just, it's a tough day. Yeah. Um, the next day is light. The next two days are light. 
Okay, so D8 plus 6 again. 9.6 and 9.6. Nice. Uh, so that is 19.2. Yes. Sweet math. It's a pretty good going, actually. Yeah. yeah. Not too uh, bad. Taken three days to cross to here. Did you see any signs of gnolls? Um, if you scan the forest as you walk past, you will notice that there are a few gnolls there stationed as scouts. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping eyes on you, but not intervening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Null Patrol. That's nothing. Cool. Uh, the next day is another moderate one. So half. It's three times 0.5. Four and a half miles that day. Smashed it. Yeah. That was literally as good as it possibly could have been for the conditions. Ah, there's my pen. Okay. Four and a half miles that day gets you to about here with no encounters either. Probably because you've killed everything and there's nothing left to fight. Uh, now we run into a three day blizzard. I'm going to make some rolls during this blizzard. Uh-oh. Do they have tents for this? There are tents for everybody, but people still need to like use the bathroom during a three day blizzard and do this and that and there's there is plenty of coal and firewood that has been brought along um but i'm gonna give some people some saving throws that's fine um looks like does rupert die rupert's too smart to die probably Like, look, I, I'm going to be a college graduate soon. I mean, I'm going to survive in a frozen world. <laughs> uh, by the end of the three days, because, you know, there's, only, there's a few tents and everyone's in their own separate tent. So in those three days, like, you don't meet anyone from the other camps or the other tents. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the blizzard stops and everyone kind of comes out and starts recollecting themselves, it turns out that three people are just missing. Um, they, like... You know, they went to dump some waste or go outside and grab a, a quick thing off the, the cart and are just gone. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think Ferris says, let that be a lesson. You don't go outside in a blizzard, not for anything. There's a lot of quiet. The next day is another moderate one. All right. So, boom, four and a half miles again. Uh, and you guys get so close, so close, but not quite there. One more day. This one is light. Sweet. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay. So after a week of trekking, you come to the capital itself. Um, the walls are much as you left them before, crumbled and ruined with snow all over the place. Uh, the gates are open. It says conquest in Old Caledonian, written on the the walls. Um, And you guys can head into the the capital. Um, And over the the scholars will kind of make the way to the keep and find some abandoned buildings nearby. And people start setting up camp um, while the scholars uh, go to take a look at the keep itself and try and find this underground library. It's a very large pile of rocks, and you have 22, no, 38, 37 slaves left. I can do math. 27 slaves. I can really do math. Um, (laughs) It's going to take them a long time 
to excavate this an uh, magnitude of months probably yeah um so they're going to be setting up here and this will be a second outpost for you guys to work with mm -hmm. where are we setting them up they're going to be setting up in some of the abandoned buildings um near the the keep okay um yeah, they're going to want to be as close as possible. So they're not going to chill in the temples. They're going to reinforce buildings with their supplies and their tools and everything. All right. Um, is it still early in the day? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We might as well head out to this forest now then. I want to uh, just pop into Balaam's temple and say a little prayer before we leave. Okay. Let's go make sure that he's not got any more visions for me. Uh, well, tell me about your prayers. Um, I, well, I I'm not going to recite an entire prayer, but I, I think now I'm trying to decide whether I should follow my liege and go back home or if I should try and go and kill the Scrags, which I feel like is maybe what Bellum was asking me to do. So I'm kind of looking for guidance on that. Uh... So I'll say some prayer, like help me to decipher your words. You know, which loyalties should I do? I follow the loyalty of the gods or of my liege? Mm -hmm. Something to that effect. I'm expecting uh, no reply. But No, yeah, to, to that effect, your sword sort of just like slides out of its sheath. Maybe you're on your knees and you lean forward a little bit and it kind of just like slides onto the ground and immediately ignites. When I say what about killing the Scrugs? Yeah, when you're like, I want guidance. Do I follow my liege? Do I follow my gods? <laughs> and then the sword kind of like slides out and lights on fire, even though you're not holding it. Sweet. Spooky. All right. I mean, you were, you're talking to the god of war here. You're basically like, hey, Bellum, war or no war? <laughs> <laughs> what were yeah, you expecting? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, man, I don't know. Still part of me maybe thought that it was like some sort of pre-programmed illusion or magic spell or something like that. But mm -hmm. I, uh, I sheathe the sword. I stand back up, straighten up my, my armor and that, and then uh, head back out to gather the party to head to check out this forest. Okay. Uh, let's see, we used, what, like, a quarter of that movement. So you should have three quarters of it left, but you would travel at 1.5 times, right? Yeah. yeah. Before we leave, I tell Hughes to make sure to, to warn people not to go into the tombs of any of the, any of the temples. I think Grimes gave very contradictory advice. So I think Grimes was regaling the scholars with tales of our adventures to the best of his recollection. So I probably have hyped up the tombs, yeah. and the catacombs of the cleat of the, that's, um, that's of the temples as these great, yeah. great treasure hordes worth exploring all the beautiful art pieces, the statues that I just wanted to take with me, but they wouldn't fit in my pockets. <laughs> uh they are super interested and they will yeah. definitely be going and looking at all of those things they do ask you and are, is it safe down there are oh the no monsters i told them gone? All, oh it's so haunted look at Whoa. william his his hair was not gray when we showed up it wasn't no caledonian ghosts leaped from the walls and from the sarcophagi and sucked his soul out through his mouth <laughs> the ghost lady tries to seduce you mm -mm. remember your uh, monkly vows ghost ladies yeah you're celibate right no uh, the, oh <laughs> not by choice <laughs> not by choice <laughs> <laughs> well uh just just 
just tell them that you're really into like history and reading. But and if they're ghosts, wouldn't ghost. that only make them more attracted? Oh no. Maybe you should stay out of the out of the tombs. Okay. Leave the <sighs> treasure hunting to the professionals. Uh, they look horrified <laughs> and immediately discuss your tale in depth with themselves. And I think the sort of stuff went on for the whole the whole of the journey, especially. <laughs> right. Uh, you have enough movement left over after converting to make it to the edge of the woods that day. Great. Let's stop camp and then tomorrow we'll explore. All right. You make camp. Uh, Yarmir, could you make the the uh, the bubble camp thing? I don't know what you call it. Lemons. Yes. Ah. Who's this lemon? I don't know, but it, it just sounds right, doesn't it? Lemon's <laughs> tiny hut seems like a fundamental rule of universe that his name should be in front. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does sound right. Hmm. I heard a rumor from the mainland that a that a new spell was actually stricken into the uh, into the records of the world recently. Mm. Oh yeah, yes, a powerful one indeed, I imagine. Yes, yeah, some, somewhere most... around fourth ish level apparently. I don't understand what that means, but. Maybe one day Yarmir can learn it. Mm. It's probably not blessed enough, but uh, <laughs> it's a really awesome first level spell if you're into divination. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All let's right. um. All right, let's explore a let's, forest. Yeah, let's settle yeah. down, everyone. The next day is a. Ooh, hold on, I didn't roll for encounters today. There's fucking nothing left in this zone. Are you um, like crossing stuff off the encounter table as we kill it all? Yes, my encounter table updates to reflect the the current numbers of monsters in the area. Nice. So the more you kill, the less encounters you have. Um, so the next day is a light day. You're at the edge of the woods. You're mm-hmm. looking about. What do you want to do? I mean, uh... I I attack the tree with my cobalt uh, axe. Good. Are they alive? The trees here are uh, properly cured and ready to burn. Nice. We'll just look into zigzag through it, and I'll make sure there's no scrags or gnolls yeah. or anything living here. So yeah. we're using that, that movement to just go through and make sure we don't uh, counter any, any terrible things. Yeah. These woods are a little bit more sparse than the others. There's enough gaps between the trees that light flows through easily. Um, you do find this sort of ravine um, in the woods where there are no trees that looks like a buried riverbank that you can walk along um, right through the middle of the forest. So perfect lighting conditions. The river here must have been like 100 feet wide or something, or you know maybe there was the banks and then everything. Uh, so you've got this nice, easy avenue through the forest that you're walking along. And can I get perception checks as you scout the woods? Oh, look at that. That's wonderful. Uh, Sure enough, I think all of you spot these little prints in the snow, little uh, kobold-sized footprints scattered all over the place once you get to about halfway into the the forest. Grimes, can you... uh, I think we're going to need to get a... Nimrod. Yeah, the butt sniffer on this. He's not a butt sniffer. He's a... Nimrod, what, what, what tribe are you from? He looks Clan. wounded that you've forgotten <laughs> what tribe he's from already. Well, he's, he's from our tribe now. He's honor, honorary. Uh, I don't know what's, what our name Me is. Me, Longsnout. See? Long, Look. Longsnout. 
Oh, wow. What a, what a schnoz. <laughs> How could you forget? How could I forget? Um, are these kobold prints? Mm-hmm. Who lives here? Can you use that long snout to sniff out their feet? He starts sniffing the feet and starts following a set of tracks. Um, you don't know whether he's just picked one at random or if he can actually smell the kobolds, but he starts following the, the tracks around for a little while. Um, eventually, he leads you uh, kind of into the forest on the east side of the, the riverbank area, and you hear a coming from in front as a, a few kobolds kind of like pop out of snow banks and trees and start barking at Nimrod. Nimrod, and are these friends? Nimrod starts barking back at them for a little bit and then says to you, no, they're barking. <laughs> what, what tribe? Oh, shit, I can't speak kobold. Yeah, what, what pack? Uh, Nimrod just calls across, who are you? And the others call back, Diggers! And Nimrod calls back, Long Snouts! Uh, and then they bark at each other again. I guess these are Diggers. They're n- not friendly, but they don't appear to be fighting. Is yeah. this a cross, just like a ravine, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're, they're on the east side of the ravine, and you so are you now. Okay. Yeah. There's like a, a riverway that winds through the forest like that. What are we? What are we going to have to do here, Grimes, to make sure they don't attack? Uh, kobolds are cowardly creatures. We can probably just approach. How can we see how many there are? No, you I see mean five. We just okay. make sure that they don't attack. Yeah, make the same deal that we did with the uh, with the gnolls. That they're free to stay in these woods, but if they attack any of the humans who come into it, we'll come back and turn them all into shoes. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're, we're out of tinder boxes, though. I walk towards the uh, kobolds. One of the kobolds comes out towards you, and you notice, um, while he does have the traditional white fur of a kobold, he's got, like, black all over him as well. (laughs) Is it dirt, or is it his fur? Uh, It doesn't look like fur. It looks like the fur has been colored somehow by something. He's dyeing it, or, like, he's been digging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Digger, Uh, are these your woods? It gets low, growls at you, and, and nods slowly. You big dogs. Weird dogs. No furs. Why Weird do you dogs. have no fur? I like the sound of that. Uh, we have scales, and I thump my chest. Little fishmen. I shrug. Does anyone else live in these woods? Diggers. Diggers? What about big dogs? No big dogs. Anyone fight diggers? Cave homes. Cave homes. <laughs> uh, are cave homes bad bats? No. You stupid idiot. <laughs> Kobolds? <laughs> Yes. Who, who, what you? Uh, little fish, apparently. We are humans. No furs. No furs. Mm-hmm. Conquerors from across the sea. 
It gets up and starts sniffing at you. You smell the blood? No. Hmm. It smells like wet. Well. We, uh, kill fish. I pat my armor again. He seems impressed. Uh, and then ignores you and goes over and starts yapping with Nimrod. I don't know, man. I, I can't deal with these kobolds. You're doing important work, Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Your contributions will be noted. <laughs> it sounds like there may be another tribe of kobolds here. There's the diggers and the cave homes. Maybe wow. there's some underground passages. I mean, well, if they live in caves. As long as they don't mind us cutting down some of the trees. Oh, yeah, I don't mind them staying here, but, you know... I mean, they're called tr- cave homes, not tree homes. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, we uh, the kobolds were attacking us back at the uh, original camp, weren't they, sir? Yeah, but we were, like, level three then. Yeah. Yeah, but if, when no, we're not we're here, prepared to, uh, to just fight 40 at once. Oh, yeah. I'll declare a heroic fray like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't... I think you have to be 10 levels above. That's no, it. you can always declare a heroic fray against less than one hit die creatures. Oh, nice. Stupidest rule in the world. <laughs> Bunch of level one characters. I declare a heroic fray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, hopefully we can agree them to leave us alone. Uh, hey, uh, Digger. Mm. You big dog? Mm hmm. Pogwig. Pogwig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pogwig we, uh, proud. Mm, I'm proud of you too, Pogwig. Can we uh, <laughs> make some sort of peace here? Are we uh, we allowed to walk through your woods? Our you woods. Wanna, yeah, your woods. You want to attack any nofers? Bad idea. You know look scary. You want to find out? Challenge him to a duel. <laughs> you can take this, Jill Grimes. Do you have food? We have food. Would you like some? Mm-hmm. Uh, he First. scurries forward. Nope. You have to promise not to hurt any nofers. Okay, sure. If you're nice to nofers, they feed you. Food, food. Always be nice to nofers. Even if they don't have food, other nofers will come along and feed you later. It's, okay. like a, it's like a payback system. You know about the future? What? Huh? Food? Like if you're, if, you're, if you're nice today, maybe tomorrow, you'll get some food. Delayed <laughs> gratification, complicated concept. Pog would not yeah. understand. Yeah, delay that gratification for a second or two while I get you some food. Right. And I think I tuck into a rations on the cart. Yeah, as you turn around, you notice that there's like 20 more kobolds that have come out <laughs> uh, and they're starting to move towards your cart. How many some have spears, do some don't cart? have spears. We've got a lot. We can refill back at the capsule yeah. so we can give them like 10 pounds or something, 20 pounds. Yeah. Grimes, you actually rolled a 30 on your perception check and as you're looking at these kobolds and you're looking at Nimrod right next to them, you notice that these kobolds, while they're the same height, are significantly smaller. They look fairly emaciated, actually. Aww. They look like they've been starving. Oh, well, we have a kobold feast. Yeah. 
feed them all the dog food they can eat. <laughs> just give them dog food. Actually, our dogs, I think, just eat typical rations because it's easier yeah. from a bookkeeping perspective. Right. Yeah. All right. So you can provide them with food. <clears throat> all right. So we can just tell the um, Captain Hughes to just make sure anyone goes to chop down trees, bring some food with them. Okay. Yeah, it can basically just be scraps, right? Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Pogwog, hmm. where do the cave homes live? Is there a cave? Mm-hmm. What's inside the cave? Cave homes. Anything cool? No, it, cool outside, warm inside. Any, like, carvings, pictures? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you show me where this uh, home is? Cave homes live near bad bats. No go. Can you point me? What if... He points kind of selfish. I I give you some food? Mm Mm-hmm. Will you tell me where it is? Mm Mm-hmm. That way. (laughs) Oh, so cave homes are across the snow. Mm Mm-hmm. Across the snow. By mountain. In between mountain. In in mountain. Hmm. Near bad bat. All right, so it sounds like there's probably some more tombs some kobolds live in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, is it uh, close to snow or through forest? Inside forest. Inside mountain. Way, way far? I don't know. <laughs> way far. It's so far. No go. Through <laughs> right. now. Does it, uh... Remember, be nice to no furs and they'll feed you. Okay. All right, well, we don't hear Grimes. I guess. I'm still worried that if any uh, any of us show up without any food, that these kobolds will just eat them alive. But Well, well then we just come back and eat them alive. Yeah, we'll make sure they bring food. Did they say anything about the Skrikes? They said there's bad bads. I think they steer clear of that territory anyways. Yeah. Those, um, I understand that the kobolds live near the mountain range then? By the Skrikes? I think in them, I think there's a, sounds like there's old tombs that they've uh, taken a residence in. It might be worth um, going there and speaking to those kobolds. They might have some more information about the Skrikes. More kobolds? All right. But, but I did promise uh, Faris and Yaramir that we'd head out to the east and try and kill <laughs> the Great Worm. So we've got a long journey ahead of us, if that's still a plan. Yep. I assume that's what we're going to try and do. That's, that's... That's a, that's a huge captain. Kind of sounds like suicide. So, Neil, on closer inspection, what um, what are the diggers covered in? Some sort of dark substance. Poop. It's coal. Poop. Is it dirt? Like where did they find dirt? Not dirt. Uh, it does look like coal. Yeah, looks like they're covered <laughs> in coal dust. Oh, excuse me, I did not hit the mute button in time. Mm-mm. Sorry, ears. Coal dust? It looks like coal dust. Mm-hmm. That's why I sneezed. Remember back in the day when you were digging in coal mines and sweeping out oh, chimneys? Perhaps yeah. mm-hmm. having flashbacks. Yeah. All right, we've got a, a long journey now, guys, because we Actually, need to- yeah, Grimes would probably recognize coal dust. Mm-hmm. Or anywhere. Quick. Yeah. The smell reminds you of home mm. in all Paw? the worst ways. <sighs> Hogwig, yeah? 
Sorry, you, you reminded me of someone I, I once knew. We've got 76 miles to walk. Are we uh, checking out these caves? Uh, later. Wait, sir? Yeah. So where the do you longer guys... we wait, the more likely that dragon is to wake up. Let's just, uh, let's get it over with. You guys are going to head to the dragon now? <laughs> no, we're yeah, going to check out the stuff. Let's, the... let's get this TPK taken care of ASAP. <laughs> we'll go to the scrag hole first. And then right. the dragon. Heading over here. It's a long yeah. journey. There. Wait, we're going so... to the scrag hole? There's, first, it sounds like there's yeah. a scrag hole down here. Why do yeah, we want to go to the scrag hole exactly? Treasure. That was the deal. That was the deal. We'll check out the scrag hole and then we'll die killing the dragon. I thought we were just going to go do the, the woods stuff. I mean, like, if you want to check out the scrag hole, that's fine. I just don't know why we're, like, what are, what are we hoping to gain from the scrag hole? Treasure. And it's right next to there. Yeah, it's right next to it. <laughs> Sounds like there's also probably some tombs up in here. All right. Well, uh, William, where are you no, leading we'll, the party? We're going. We're going east. Yeah. But should we stop so. by the fort and just restock on supplies? I guess it's only been like a day. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's on the way. We, I mean, you, we I think you're at full supplies right now, minus <laughs> yeah. Let's say 15 pounds of food that you gave to Kobolds. We need to tell them about the food though to make sure they're. Oh food yeah, yeah. We have to tell them about it. All right. So you can swing by on your way out. Not a big deal. Yeah. Is there a way to cross the river? We don't have any boats at the. No, but you've got a sail and a. Uh, a sled Slut. and a magic mm -hmm. fan and dogs and yeah. you'll, you'll make Weird. it work all right let's do it um yeah well let's talk about the plan on the way okay um so ferris can you roll me two moderate and one light day and we'll just kind of do mass math and move quickly okay yeah, so one light day here you go and then i'll get the two moderates real fast Oh. Okay, so that is 20, 36. 36. Thank you. Okay. So we are going to go... You don't want to take a few miles off for the river. Yeah. So we'll get you to about here. Uh, that gets <laughs> you there in three days. So um, fourth day is a blizzard. Ugh. And then we go into the next, which is a light day. <coughs> so Yaramir, after the initial phase of the plan, if it seems unfazed, do you accept that we can't attack it? If something goes wrong, if, sure, if, you, if, if the captain decides he does not want to uh, kill the dragon, you feel free to to uh, escape with your life. It just wakes up and is like, oh, that, that tickled. Sure. We're going to be dropping multiple hundred pound boulders on it. I Don't mean... give away too much to <laughs> random people that may oh, or may shit. not be listening from thousands of miles away. Yeah, 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 yeah. After the initial phase of the plan, the phase one. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't suppose it's just going to, to shrug those off. I hope not, because it's a hell of a way to end the game. Uh, the next day is moderate. We're not very smart, William. Well, yeah, clearly. No, those kobolds had had coal. 
Right? That was, yep. that was Cole. Yep, that you guys just walked right past. We could have established... Well, no, I wasn't going to try and kill them for it. We could have established trade. We could use coal for burning fires and well, trade food for it. And to be fair, though, Faris has thought of that within minutes. So we would have thought of that by the time we got back to it. So, I mean, we... We'll, we'll have know. to come back another time. We've moved we'll on. Hughes can work it out. We'll let her think of it. Uh, next day was moderate. Moderate. Yeah. 12 miles. Ooh, that's that's nice for a moderate day. Yep. Uh, that brings us to here. And the next day is light. 13 and a half miles. That'll bring you to here. And. Alright, stay on your toes, guys, because if there are strikes here, we're going to die, yes. Well, I mean, it's less risky than your plan. I'd, I'd take my chances with the dragon. <laughs> Get out. Uh, one last roll. It is a calm day. The weather cools, the, or not cools, uh, calms. The, the winds come to almost nothing. Um, and you make it all the way to the edge of the mountain. Um, and you can walk around now and look for the, what are we calling this? A scrag hole? That's what they called it, yeah. Uh, so the scholars called it. Yeah. Because uh, you have a lot of movement left. So you can kind of like walk up and down. The, the mountain range, or you can split the party and search different directions and come back. How are you going to... What is the we're approach not, to... <clears throat> we're not splitting the party. We'll, where that circle is, we'll walk along that edge of the mountain. Uh, because they could be in the trees, right? They could pop out at any moment. Well, sure enough, uh, after walking back and forth along the mountain for a little while, you find a tunnel entrance um, into is... the cave. It's just a... A straight shot of a tunnel, uh, covered with snow on the outside, uh, built Creepy up a little ways. Or is it like a finished, carved human tomb? No, it looks more natural, um, but it's still like a straight shot that's maybe 10 feet high, 10 feet wide. It looks pretty circular, um, although there's you know a lot of snow heavily piled up on top of it. Um, and it's dark inside, and it just goes straight for as far as the eye can see. Great. All right. Get your light sources out. Let's go. I draw my sword. I uh, light a lantern and just... draw my phase dagger. What happens to the lantern when I'm phased? Um, is, is it doesn't light... really help you very much. The, light, the light is sort does of the ethereal. Does the light go 50% lit? Light goes ethereal? Yeah. It's just kind of like dimmer light, and it's just weird. It's like ghostly light. You know, like <laughs> ectoplasm coming off of you. You're attracting whatever lurks in the ethereal plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How does it help um, me? Do I get to see, like... Uh, you get targeted by Aaron Bassett's cases. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the marching order as you head into this tunnel? I'll go first. I think Farish should go at the back. And then Yarmir sure, yeah. and Grimes in the middle. Um, we've got Nimrod looking after the sled, right? Yeah, we don't need the dogs in here. Yeah. Okay, so we'll leave Nimrod and the dogs outside... Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we probably leave them a good half mile out. Like we want them to have some uh, some distance. What was the the marching order again? William in front, Ferris in back. Uh, then I guess Grimes and Yarmir in second and third. Yeah. How wide is the path? 
Uh, it's about 10 feet. Okay. At its so best. But it's, it's actually fairly rounded. So uh, it might be 10 feet wide, but there's really only the one spot in the middle where there's good clearance. Okay. Well, maybe you should go in front of Forest. I know, we've got loads of light. We're all right. Yeah, we've got loads of light. Mm -hmm. I've got a bolt in the crossbow. All right. I mean, I'm leading with my shield, you know. I'm waiting for something to come out. Uh, can I get perception checks from the whole party as you walk into the cave? Yep. 23, 31. Holy shit. Because I'm ethereal. I can see that. All right. So you get ready. You're, you get in your marching order. You've set up Nimrod and the dogs on the side. You told them you're going to be right back. Um, and just as the party is about to step into the, the cave and walk in, uh, Grimes, you notice something off. Um, on the left side of the rock wall, just in the entrance, there's some sort of camouflaged thing or figure that blends in with the rocks, and you just happen to get the right angle on it and notice that it's not just a piece of rock. It is some sort of like humanoid figure camouflaged into the side of the rock. Assassinate. And uh, oh, I think with yeah. that, we're going to go to our break. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. Grimes, you noticed this Wait. figure. I know you're about to assassinate him, but before we, we get anywhere, um, what do you do about this? Like, before you just walk up and stab him, how, what is I your approach? Party, I'm like, Wait. In common, hoping the creature doesn't understand common. What is it, Grimes? I see something. Where? Hiding against the wall inside the cave. Act natural. All right. Let's just walk, keep walking towards it then. Like we were just going into the cave. Right. I, right. I'm going to set my lantern down outside the cave. So mm -hmm. I'm not shedding light anymore. How far into the cave is this? Uh, right at the entrance. So, All right, William, just keep walking. Yeah, I hold my nerve and just walk past it. I've yeah. got my phase dagger drawn. So I think I'm hoping that it's going to pop out to try and get William, and I can just jump out and shiv it in the kidney. So William so, walks past it, and it doesn't and move. I, All right. I set myself... I think I've set myself up right around the corner next to the entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll okay, walk so into like, the parking rooms. So you're outside, like waiting to waiting for it to move before you. Yeah, I mean, I like peer around the corner, expecting mm -hmm. to like jump up, jump yeah. out behind William. So you, yeah, you have a point where you can't see it where it is, but as soon as it starts moving, you'll be able to see it. Right, maybe. I'm mean, um, like, gonna poke around half sure. fade and hide. I, I'll see if nothing's happening. I'm gonna walk in with William and start kind of like holding a conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah. So William walks in. Nothing <clears throat> happens. Uh, Ferris walks in right behind him. And as Yaramir begins to walk in is when the camouflaged creature begins to move and you see a long sword coming out of basically nowhere as the camouflage breaks mm -hmm. and a scrag armed in chain mail with a shield and a long sword or arming yeah. sword. Uh, but you've got a ready to attack Grimes. Yeah, where is it? Assassin. Where is it face? Thing. Is it sneaking up behind Ferris or in front of Yaromir? Um, it's waiting for Yaromir to walk past, and then it's coming out behind Yaromir. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is Yaromir's action? Like, is Yaromir? Are you walking in past it, or are you are you like stopping at the entrance? 
Yeah, I, I mean, we gotta get your assassination ready. So let's yeah. have a. And then I assume we roll initiative test. after after his ready to attack. Yes. Okay. Um, so I so guess I'll, if Yarmir keeps walking, I'm gonna use him as bait, and like he's gonna sneak behind Yarmir, and then I'm gonna sneak behind him. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Should I roll and move silently, hide in shadows, something like that? Uh, I would like you to roll me a hide check. Yes. Man, both are um, And you should have some serious modifiers because you've got prepared cover. Okay. Well, even with my base, I get a 21. That uh, should be close by its perception. Let me just do some... And if it passes its perception you check... You get all your modifiers. Look at my modifiers. Yeah. Yeah, because you have like prepared cover and it's distracted because it's going yeah. after your armor. Mm-hmm. So you have prepared um, and you've got good cover from all the way around the wall. Yeah, so you definitely beat it. It doesn't notice you. Um, okay, it goes to attack Yarmir, and should we roll he... like initiative to see who goes first? Or you what? have a ready attack. You get it off before him. You're ready okay. for it. Uh, right, I'm gonna get plus two for back attack, and it's not so plus four because it doesn't know you're coming, basically. Uh, okay. Plus an additional plus four for my level. Um, all right, so total plus eight. Nice. 25. Ooh, nice. Not quite a crit, but... Uh, uh, that will definitely hit it. Um, so assassinate does, like... how I don't remember how you do it. Uh, I have... But nail it. So I have plus... I'm level seven. Uh, so you I do clear by 10 right now, yeah, actually. Yeah, clear by 10, yeah. Yeah, because okay. it's just got its chainmail, its decks and shield and all that stuff doesn't play into effect. So it's got AC 15. So I'm level 7, that gives me 4 acts, right? Um, 1, 3, 5, 7 is 4? Yes. So 4 so times... Plus 16? Yes. And then your right. base die is doubled, so 2d4 plus 16? Yeah, is you plus 1 for strength. Yeah. Damn. 23 points of damage. Ah. Uh, oh, I need to make a secret GM roll. What do we roll? Hope, hope it doesn't do the same to Yaramir now. I don't think it's a thief. And Yarmir would be is suspecting it. So mm-hmm. he, yeah. he wouldn't get yeah. assassinated. You did just get a back attack. 23 points of damage. That is quite a bit. Your dagger finds a spot uh, right underneath the chain shirt, coming up, getting some some back area uh, between the shirt and the ribs and the hip bone and everything. The mm. scrag, which it definitely gives a shout uh, of pain and suffering and surprise, and uh, kind of fumbles its attack against Yarmir as it turns to face you. And we will all roll initiative. All right. Oh. Where is my token at? Yeah, I had to put it on the map myself. Uh... Yes. Nice. All right. The Scraggy Scrag goes at 11. Ooh, so... we got a big old tie here. Yeah, we do. Uh, William, you were the first one to act, apparently. Yeah, I run in there and I attack it. Is it... I assume I get its back now because it's time to face Grimes. Mm, I don't uh, know if it's gotten there yet. No, it hasn't had a turn yet. It's been surprised, and you, you're, you like, really ready for this. You're prepared. So the moment uh, Grimes gets in with his dagger, you turn 
flaming sword out, I suppose. And yeah. what does the creature's scream sound like? Fifteen. Ah! It probably saves against that. Misses, doesn't it? With its shells. Uh, yes, it brings the shield up. Your sword clatters harmlessly against it, but he still takes what one point of damage from the burns. Yep. Okay. And then um, Grimes unleashes a flurry of backstabs. Go for it. Get him again, Grimes. Um, so here, uh, no more. It's just plus two, not plus four. Right. So but he does not get his six. dex bonus still. So 11, no, still not miss. gonna do it. Um, I draw a second dagger with a 16, which that should will hit. hit. Not, yes. Do non-magic weapons affect it? Yes. Four points of damage. Second dagger slipping between the chains. All right. All right, the scrag then, goes at the same time as the rest I, of the party. I whisper in its, yeah, and it's here. Where are your owl bears now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably in scrag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Ferris is just bum rushing this thing. Going to go right up to the side of William and hack at it. Uh, go for it. These will all right, resolve so. at the same time. Yep. Um, how does? Can we pause just for a second? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, when we have an initiative tie, if I do something that affects the modifiers of the target, um, does that affect Ferris's tie roll? Are you slowing it or something? Well, I could blind it potentially. I uh. don't think so. I think since it all happens at once, your blind will take effect after like, all of that initiative happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like it all resolves simultaneously. So the attack should go off without the penalty for the blind, because it's hitting yeah. you as the blind is casting or whatever. Um, oh, wait, what time of day is it right now? Uh, You're in a cave, right? Does that affect it? I think it's time of day, not brightness condition. Not darkness. Right, okay. right. We said that we were going to do caves in the nighttime, but this time we yeah, also just kind of went right, right, right in after we got so there. So I think it's so probably it, daytime right now. Is it late in the day or is, yeah, is it Let's dusk see. yet or is it still? Let me make a die roll here. Okay. Um, 15 or higher. No, no, it, it's still day. Okay. Still day. So it's actually a 19 and then it's plus one to damage. So uh, Did you roll a 19 to hit. Yeah, 19 to you hit. miss. I miss? 19 oh, wow. does not hit the front of it. All right. Um, agile, little bugger. I wouldn't yeah. have done much damage anyways. Yep, yep, yep. So your, your clattering attacks completely miss. Uh, fair, Yaromir. Okay, uh, I take out a pinch of phosphorus and kind of spritz it at this thing's general eye direction. Um, and as I do so, I encant the light spell uh, and attempt to blind it. Okay. Uh, it will get a saving throw. Ooh, a seven is not a great roll. Sounds like a fail to me. See what its saving throw is. You're forgetting to consider that it's a 14 hit die creature. No, um, surely not. It fails. All right, so yeah, a, a blinding flash of light uh, emanates and stays right in its retinas um, as as it is is blinded. All right, it'll make its first attack against its prime target of Yaromir. Um, it rolls a total of 20 to hit you. Okay, that clears by five. Okay, that is not a crit for it. Um, and it will hit you for six points of damage. Okay. And then, I don't know if it gets a second attack, but- It does get I a do. second attack, yes. Okay, so those all resolve at once. It's blind. Actually, I think they resolve in the order of. Yeah, so William goes first, then we both go. So it's minus four AC, Neil, right? 
Correct. Uh, and no dex. 22. Right. So its AC goes to 19 minus 4. It's 15. I guess it can't. Yeah, it's 15 AC now. So 22 yeah. is a hit. 19. Oh. Plus 6. Yep. What from? Um, specialization and strength. Or mastery oh, I strength. forgot. Yeah, I forgot about mastery. Yeah. Plus three from that. Wow. Okay. The Scrag is badly wounded. Uh, yeah. Ferris, get your second attack off. Uh, that's probably a crit. That's a double crit. Uh, yeah. It should have 15 AC, 15 now. AC right now. So you that's do a double clear crit. by a lot. Yeah. So 3d8 plus 4, uh, it takes another 12 points of damage. <laughs> Terrible rolls, but... So bad. Neil, its AC can be lower than 15 if it's blinded. Like, if it gets plus 4 from dex and shield, then, yeah, fair enough. No, but... no it gets plus 3 from dex and 3 from shield. And mm, so... 5 from chain mail. So it has 20... It should have 22 AC total. Hold so on. shouldn't it be 18, then? It gets 22 AC, its dex is negated, so it goes down to 19, and then it gets minus 4, so it should be 16. So all right. No, does, that, does it, does it lose yeah, minus four is 15. 15. Yeah. It, it loses its dex if it's blinded. So. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's already being taken into account. Yeah. That's even better than I thought. Uh, does the 12 kill it? Because it was. You it said does it was not. Bad. Okay. And it right. gets a second attack. It's second attack at minus four. Um, <laughs> it rolls a modified 14, which is one shy. It's one shy. Here. Uh, the crackling blue light strikes again. The shield of Tempos protects Yaramir from the the blows, and we go mm-hmm. to second round initiative. Oh, it's yeah. like totally surrounded as well. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! It goes at eleven. All right, I'll okay. go ahead and finish it here. You've got to be like scrambling up the walls Shit. to even get around. It takes nineteen damage. damage. It dies on the spot. Right. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it, with a, a slow slip, it just kind of falls backwards into the wall and collapses in a pile of slowly expanding blood. Good work, guys. I'm going to drag its body out to the sled. and uh, Is a scrag a humanoid? It is. Yeah. We just got ourselves a seventh level scroll. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. You can you can have the scalp. That's fine. But, uh, first, first drags the body out to the sled, and like I guess I don't speak I don't speak Kobold, but I'm gonna point to uh to Nimrod and say keep an eye on this and and go back into the cave. I, he's like a half mile up. He's like oh right, we did take him out. Okay, I just take him out of the cave then and kind of leave him in the snow. I take a look. I pick up the long sword as Ferris is dragging away the body. It is a steel blade that has been somehow blackened and darkened with. It's not quite black, but it's got like a, a dark hue to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a little bit of a curve on it, and a nice point at the end, which is weird Black when it's steel. slightly curved. Mm-hmm. Seems worth keeping hold of. Um, I yeah. can carry it. I'll put it on my character sheet. Sword. Did he have any other gear? Chainmail and a shield and a uh, fancy, yeah, now completely ruined magical cloak. Magical cloak? How is it ruined? You just hacked it to bit. You guys just did like 80 points of damage to it. Um, so I'm Saving assuming throw. its cloak has been just shattered and tattered by your slashing attacks. Don't magic it. items typically don't magic items typically get saving throws to resist such such sure. destruction. And it rolls a four, so it it fails. It's all right. Those small magic cloaks where that came from. 
Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, also, we, we have to requisition our own cloaks. Also, I think it might be a little bit small for us. It had no sidearm, no dagger or anything. Uh, no, no dagger. Um, does the steel sword match the uh, steel daggers and short sword that I have from the Scrag torture chamber? They look to be of similar construction, if different styles. The, the torture okay. chamber stuff was all a little bit more like fearsome and nefarious. This looks more like solidly built for combat and less intimidating, but of similar construction style. Is it's okay. it's shield steel as well? Uh, yes, the shield is wood backed with steel, or steel backed with wood. I have no interest in the shield. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving. Now, so we get back in the original order. Faris at the back, me at the front. William, that creature was small. It was like a small scrag, right? They're all small. Yeah, that creature was frighteningly powerful for something so small. Imagine if we have to fight more than one at a time. Well, and imagine I mean, if we have to do that while confronting the spellcaster that we encountered. I, I agree that if there was a couple of them and a spellcaster, it would be dangerous, but it only did a glancing blow to Yaramir. It was an easy fight, all things told. It took a lot of damage, but didn't do much. I'm just saying, the, the scale could tip out of our favor very carefully. Or very easily. So be on your guard. Does a magic item that has been destroyed lose its magical properties? Um, in terms of like identifying and and, uh, detection. No, you could probably still identify what it was. Absolutely. Okay. Then yeah, I want to take a scrap of the of the cloth with me. Um, I just put it in one of the many pockets in the robe, um, so that uh, I could identify it later. Yeah, that sounds great. Um. All right, you guys head down the tunnel. Same marching order. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. <clears throat> All right, I'm looking for traps as well. Down the hall from the back. Obvious traps, at least. All right. Um, and that marching order was William Grimes, Yaramir Ferris. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, Grimes, you rolled a 31 on your perception check earlier. Um, so we're going to kind of keep using that. As you guys make your way down the tunnel, uh, Ferris, with your spyglass... Um, mm-hmm. Well, hold on. Let me, let's roll back a moment. You're walking down this tunnel, and fairly quickly, within the first, you know, dozen feet or so, the, the snow stops because, it, you know, it only comes in so far. Mm-hmm. The, the ground gets a little hard to traverse since it's more circular here, um, giving you a narrow walkway on the bottom. And you notice these uh, rather large crystals kind of uh, growing on the sides of the, the tunnel from spot to spot, place to place. Um, there may Some of them are this long. Some of them are, are much bigger. Uh, they're clearish, with maybe like a, a slight violet hue to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I cast detect magic. This seems like good enough time as any. Yeah. Um, do the crystals radiate magic? Yes, they radiate um, a slight light amount of magic, uh, and uh-huh. all the crystals do behind you, in front of you, all of them everywhere. Are okay. they're natural, like growing out of the mm-hmm. out of the rock? Mm-hmm. Can I appraise? Sure. Uh, Yarmir, what were you going to say, though? While you uh, do they? Do I get a... Uh, I, the intensity is obviously dim, but do I get a school? Yeah, 10% per level. No, you do not. Okay. 
Um, my appraisal is 10. I think you often roll this, but I... Oh, sure. Nail it anyways. Yeah. Uh, these crystals are unlike anything that you've seen before. They're weird, unknown gemstones as far as you're concerned, like gemstones that have never been discovered before. I still feel like I should have a, a gauge of what I could, like, appraisal is like what they're worth on the open market, mm -hmm. right? So what would an, would an unknown magical gemstone oh. fetch if I were to try and sell them in withdrawn renta? I, I just think you start seeing dollar signs and coins start coming ding, out of your ding, mouth. Ding, yeah. Ding. So these are like precious gemstones. Like I'm these like, are, okay. And, and there's lots of them. And some of these crystals are giant. You know, like if you took back a, a two foot crystal that's maybe like 16 inches across. Holy crap, man. Yeah. So I think Yaramir sees Grimes like loosing his ice pick, getting ready to start trying to harvest uh, these gemstones. I think I encourage that. I'm like, yes, good. Uh, we should harvest some of these as samples. Wait, wait, uh, let's let's do it when we're leaving, not when we're going in. I want to take a uh, moment to. This... I want to take a moment to observe the rock wall um, that they're growing out of. Like, is there some form of uh, deposit? Like, I want to know, like, what formed these these crystals, right? Oftentimes, it's dripping water or minerals that have come in from some other source, right. a mineral deposit in the wall. Like, I want to see if there's some um, point of origin. Do you have, like, a... Give me a check. Whatever check you think makes sense for this. Uh, what is geology? It's probably an int-based thing at, like, minus four. Because uh, I'm inefficient. Sure. Minus eight for them proficient. Uh, uh, minus five or half your stat. I don't. We do it lots of different ways. Just give me an in check. Okay. D twenty minus D we D twenty plus sixteen minus five. Uh, twenty seven. Yeah. So you're looking at the the walls here, and there is no deposit that forms these. There's no water dripping to form these. There's no indication of like previously <laughs> raised water levels. And the crystals are coming out from like every different angle, all towards the center. Uh, they are bizarre and unnatural in nature. How many? Like how much? How many pounds? How many? Like volume? You look down the hallway and you realize that there's got a endless crystals. Like they they just they're everywhere. Yeah. So Ferris was like, "We should get this on the way out." I'm like, "I I think we're I think we're done here." Like. <laughs> We mine this place. We've got more wealth than uh, our entire expedition. Yeah, I okay. think he might be right. Um, Fair enough. But, William, you and I need to stand guard while they do this then. Could it be dangerous, Yarmir? Oh, most definitely. It could be dangerous. There's magic within these crystals. Grimes has, like, an ice pick full of wave magic. <laughs> yes, they, they radiate magic slightly. I thought you could tell. Uh, please, continue. Uh, harvest them for us. I would wish to study them further. Ferris will keep the scope going down the hall while he starts ice picking into these things. Grimes tentatively holds the pick out for uh, Yaramir as he looks around <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> I think just... you hand me the pick and it does that cartoon thing where it just like slams into his <laughs> Grimes, just start with a small one. If they blow up, at least then it won't be too bad. Uh, I'm going to do every... I'm used to doing this work myself. I will... I'm... Okay. Oh, yeah, for maybe, fuck's uh... sake. William, you do it. I'll keep a lookout. Do we have a chisel? Do we have a chisel? I'm making every check that I can to discern if there's a trap or a, 
magic explosion. Would you just really sack up and start hitting that gemstone? Check. All right, move out of the way. I grabbed the pickaxe. So Crimes is inspecting one of these crystals, trying to decide if it's going to blow up on him. William grabs a pickaxe and just like hacks a crystal off the wall. It falls to the ground one. with a thud. Okay, I, I pick it up. Does it feel just like normal? It feels Does like it a piece of quartz, it? man. It's a fucking rock. Does what it continue to radiate magic when it leaves the wall? It does. Okay. I uh, throw it to. I throw it to. I look at Yarmir. I look at Grimes. Who looks more eager? Yarmir. I throw it to Yarmir. All right. I, I catch it and, and begin putting it in the in the pocket of my robe. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'll, I'll I'll go for a second one for Grimes. And I, while they're doing all this, I'm just gonna telescope down the hall and all just right. say, "Be be quick about it." I don't all know right, how long before more scrags come. We'll take these two for now. Let's keep checking these tunnels. Keep checking? What? Let's just, you you just sold me on the idea of let's mine this place out and take all the crystals with yeah, us. William, we're, we're rich. We can't mine this whole thing ourselves, right? If there's untold we wealth here, let's make sure it's safe. Well, let's just take a big chunk of that wealth right now and get the immediate return. The only <sighs> the only safe place with this is back in Fortune. Let's let's mine this place and get out of here. <laughs> we've, got right. a, we've got a retirement to prepare for. You convinced me. All right, I, uh, I, I, I spend the next hour. So I think crystals. if yeah, if, if William has uh, demonstrated that they're safe, I've got like a regular axe or something. I'll sure. I think we just start it. just like breaking crystals off the walls and yeah, and drag you realize, a bunch back to the shed. Like fairly quickly, once you go for the first big crystal, you realize that this is a pretty poor method of it. And like the first crystal comes, like falls off and hits the ground and like shatters and breaks. And this big oh, like a bunch giant. of little crystals. Well, yeah, but the the, okay, well, the big one is I worth more than some value. While, while the William ones. breaks it off near the base, and I can like spot right. it. I, I'm just saying, pickaxes and regular yeah. axes are going to give you a lower quality of harvest than like a proper excavation and chisel. Which sure, but call. in an hour, how many how many pounds of crystal can we get back? Quite a bit. Yeah, you, right, well, we'll, you we'll get do some an hour's worth samples. of crude crude crystal. Sure. And we're just taking that straight back to the fort, right? For potential golems, right? Like, we've seen a golem in almost every cave we've gone into that has Mm -hmm. mining. Like, I want to see if I can find one and get it to mine for us. Uh, There are no signs of golems anywhere. You're quite familiar with them. You've seen Mm -hmm. the markings. You've seen kind of how the golems fit in and out. Uh, There's no writing on any of the the walls here. Uh, It it is golem-free. Could I try to replicate that writing? and imbue it with magic. You did take a rubbing. I do. I have a rubbing in my pocket. I whip out my rubbing, and um, <laughs> while they're... All right. And while they're busy, <laughs> um, using their pickaxe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out some of the, the ink and, and some of the, the um, expensive components, the, the, the dusted gemstones to mix it in there, create kind of a magical ink and, and attempt to create a, a mining golem here to help this process. All right. Uh, you get out your ink, you get on the wall, you start making the right marks on your papers and on the walls, and it all comes to a completion, and the wall just stays. Okay. Dodge. <laughs> yeah. It so turns we... out that cannot make a helpful little dude for us. I apologize. <clears throat> I um, I want to continue exploring the cave. Grimes, how much of those crystals can we fit in the bag? Do we have to take it back to the sled and then come back? We're 
got all the crystal we can carry. I look down the hall, like how how far does the crystals go? Until uh, you can't I, see any farther. Yeah, I've all got right. the telescope. Do they keep going for another three hundred feet? Yes, they do. Yeah, we'd have to bring an entire team to mine out this entire place. Let's take this stuff back to the sled, and then we'll come back and explore the rest of this tunnel. Very well. All right. You all take right. everything back to the sled, and by the time you get back to the tunnel, it's evening time. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. Now it's a plus two lo- or saber. Let's go. Matar, one of those. How many pounds of crystal did we pile onto this sled? Uh, let's call it five pounds of crystal. No, that seems ridiculous. That's Ten pounds of crystals. Yeah. It was, you know, you hour. wanted to make them. I don't know, man. How much? I don't know how much crystals weigh. You got a lot. You got a lot. It's like a, a lot couple of hundred pounds of crystals. What I was, what I was wondering. That's more what I was expecting. Yeah. All right. Let's call it sixty pounds of crystals. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, sure. A bunch. A lot. Yeah, awesome. okay. So what is that worth? Like a couple thousand gold? Probably. Yeah. So we sell it on a hundred pounds. Yeah. Let's call it a hundred pounds for easier sure. record keeping. How many? By the way, how many days did we uh, leave the fort? I I lost track. Oh, I have those numbers. At this, at this point, do we need to really keep track of the food? Um, if, uh, maybe. I'm going to keep yes. track just in case in we In the spirit of the game, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, da, 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 da. So one, two, three, four, five, six days. Six Watch. days. Okay. Yeah, today is day seven. Okay. I'll wait to name this crystal after myself. It's going to be great times. All right. So you've no, unloaded the, the gems. You head back into the tunnel. It's evening now. You're making your way down. Can I get perception checks from the party again? Mm, yeah. Kill all the scrugs. One week in America. It's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> 33. Holy. Holy moly. Guacamole. Uh, I think we're missing a Grimes check, but I doubt he's going to get better than 33. Watch him get all 34 right. now that you've said it. Ooh. Not bad. <laughs> it's only a thirty. Um, all right. You guys keep making your way down, and after maybe I don't know, fifteen minutes of walking, twenty minutes of walking down this perfectly straight tunnel that never bends or turns, um, perfectly natural. You spot ahead of you with your your little telescope that there is a side chamber off to the left side. There's a there's a turn. Well, it still goes straight, but there's a there's a door on the left about 300 feet up. Right. Can everyone be quiet for 30 seconds? Go check it out, Grimes. And I angle my ear to like catch the reverberations off the crystal and try to eavesdrop down the side chamber. Give me an eavesdrop check. This is exactly what this is for. 21. Ooh, so barely a pass. It is a pass. Uh, you. You can hear voices, Grimes. You definitely hear voices. There are voices. Probably Scrags. Probably Let's go stash. I unsheathe my phase dagger, set the lantern down with the party, Mm -hmm. and tiptoe up the gem-crusted hallway. (laughs) Grimes, can you give me a move silently check? Yeah, I'm like, follow after me for a minute or so. Crunch. Natural one. Yeah. Nice. So I like, I like, I hear, I hear, I hear Ferris talk about eating them and I turn back to like, follow after, after another. And I think I just like smack into one of the crystals Mm -hmm. and like, 
I don't know if I can like knock it off the wall or just like scream fire as I smack <laughs> my head into a crystal. I, I like to imagine you have the uh, the Pippin moment out of, out of Lord of the Rings where he like pushes the the helmet down the well and it falls down and it's clattering. The chains follow after, followed by the bucket and followed by the body. <laughs> Does anything happen? I gotta roll perception checks for them. Not not too hard of a not too hard of a check. If it's any of them don't really have chainmail on, attack them first. Yeah. There's Maybe. no more whispering. I think there was just one of those moments where everyone knows that Grimes fucked up. Let's go. Let's just fucking go. Let's, Let's go. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's still just a long go, straight go. hallway, right? It's long straight hallway. Fucking go, William. Just run. Yeah, we're, we're going. The, we're not, yeah, so William starts running and Ferris is running after him and we're going to turn in that room okay, and just start yeah. asking. So Grimes bashed his head into a crystal, screams, the crystal falls off the wall and shatters and we hear just this echo down the hallway of scream, crash, crash, crash. <laughs> and William and Ferris take that as the cue to charge. <laughs> Round the corner into the room. You might still get surprised because apparently it lasts for a full minute. <laughs> All right, well... Um... I think that's where we're going to end it for today. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Is it going to be the Han Solo moment where we turn the corner and see the entire platoon of stormtroopers and immediately run away? I have no idea what it's going to be. I mean, I know what it's going to be, but we'll find out uh, not next week, but some future week. Uh, uh, it should be open for the foreseeable future. Profile. Oh, I actually do have a week. I'll try to be available the weekend of the 10th. Uh, but I'm going to a wedding that weekend, so it's a little bit up in the air. Well, I'm out on I'm... the fourth, so <laughs> I, I'm free forever now. You're That's free it. forever. Okay. Yeah. So I think we'll be back on the 28th because we can't do next weekend, right? 28th. Uh, yeah, the 21st is a no go, but the 28th oh, is a go. Okay. I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought you were saying 28th of November. No, 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 no. Was... of October. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, next week we're off. Next yeah, week 28th. we're off. Then we're on. Then we're off. And yeah. then we're on. Yeah. All right. With the will they won't they of D and D shows. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> here's the thing though. At this point, every other week is pretty good for us right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think oh, wait, we had the it's... same problem last year. Is that August yeah, and yeah, September yeah. were really rough. Yeah. Sean, Sean, you're are you around next week? No, next week I am gone. It's you. Okay. Yeah, and then um, yeah. If we have any any intervening weeks where both of us are available, we should definitely do some uh some Van Helsing Malachi shenanigans. Yeah, we we should yeah. Okay, well, um, does anyone want to say anything before we head out? It's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back. Mm -hmm. Thanks right. for watching. Cool. Uh, I think there'll be a Dicing with Death on Thursday of this week. I think that's the plan. Fingers crossed. And mm -hmm. um, two new campaigns are starting up in early November. There's going to be a Cuban Knights, which is a hand-picked European cast at a European time on Fridays. And then there's Gnomes, Tomes, and Catacombs, which is an all-American cast at American times on Wednesdays. I think both of those start in November. Is it, is it an all-gnome cast? I, we haven't made characters yet. Um, it's in uh, streamer Gnomes, cast. Gnomes, Catacombs. Yeah, it's going to be Destiny, Lily Pichu, Disguised Toast, and two people whose names I keep forgetting, and I feel bad since I'm their DM. I wonder if they named it after Hearthstone on purpose. 
Oh, maybe. They said it was a Mimi name that they wanted to pick, so I don't know. Yeah, it's very similar to the expansion Kobolds and Catacombs. Mm, all right. Careful, get sued for copyright infringement. It's not my show. I'm just the DM for it. Someone else's <laughs> channel, someone else's problem. Um, that's it for Frofro. We'll see you guys later. Bye. I'll throw up a discussion thread right now, so head over to the, the Reddit if you are so inclined. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys. Good night. Bye-bye.